You're looking at greatness tonight, Bobby. Tonight is the great tonight. It's the night of champions. The night of winners. It's a everybody. I am your champion, your Captain America. I am your Mario Ghost. I am Boonie Sanders tonight. It is. You sounded like Finn Balor for a moment there. I'll take that. Let's see. Can I do his pose? Let's see how hot. There, the pencil. Anyway. Um, you had you start with like a bedroom McIntyre. I'll take that too. He's about to be was. Brock Lesnar, so I'll take that. But uh, I would hope so. It is the twenty second of February, everybody, two thousand and twenty. I am your Captain America, Johnny Florida, judging by my mask that I'm wearing because I am in super secret hiding because I'm a superhero. Uh, join along with my Jamaican banana that I got out of a trash can in St. Leo College in two thousand thirteen. It is awesome. There was actually a matching uh, flower, Jamaican, that went with it as well. But um, one of the girls at the college took that one. I got my hands on the banana, and he's still with me. See? He's Banana Molly. Look at his hat. See? He's clearly a Rastabanarian. But uh, it is the 22nd of February. Today is the Democratic primaries in the state of Nevada. We're not getting into politics tonight, but the significance of that, these people that are winning in the primaries are trying to win... The Silver State. That is Nevada. It's nickname. They're trying to win the silver. But tonight, here on this show, for the WNC Fantasy Booking Tournament, we are seeing competitors that are going gold. Because while those people have had silver, these guys, they want more than silver. They want the gold. They want the best. They want to be the best. And that's what we got. The very first round of the 2020 WNC Fantasy Booking Championship. And join along with me, first and foremost, importantly, as I remove this Captain America mess, because truthfully, they fucking cut the eyes the wrong size out of these eyes. Um, Captain America, uh, you know what, I'll take I'll take Captain Canada, just a little fun. But uh, join along with me, our, our illustrious judges tonight. First and foremost, he, he is the Chicago typewriter of our family. He is the Capone to my Don Corleone. He is Michael... Sure, we'll go with that, I guess. Don't you just love it? He's such a humble man. So humble. I love that. He just doesn't bask in the glory. He just works with the glory. And join along with us are the two other illustrious judges for tonight's show. Join all alongside one of the the most recent and newest members of the WNC Network from the Inhuman Experience. First and foremost, we have the man... That says his pride, the man whose anthem we sing every time, Bobby Anthem. Yep, call and collect from prison because I refuse to miss this important night. I dare somebody to take the phone from me. Have you seen me? I'm terrifying. What's happening, Johnny? The exactly charge. And join along with him is the New England Switchblade, if you will, to combat against the New Zealand Switchblade that is Jay White. Other than Bobby Blades. Hi. Yes, I am. <laughs> and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the wonderful music that I played tonight. Uh, you know, these guys are going to be champions, and they're trying to be our hero in this tournament. So uh, what other song to play than Bonnie Tyler's I Need a Hero? 1984 was a wonderful year. Um, but now we come to the competitors, everybody. First and foremost, I want to point out this wonderful belt, this now NWA-themed belt with autographs from multiple members of the NWA community. 
now encompasses a super flag encompassing the seven nations that have been represented in the three tournaments that we've had, including this year for the fantasy booking tournament. This one super flag that I made, which is a freaking nightmare for anybody who is OCD. It now includes a seventh nation on this flag, and that's due to our newest competitor, the man who actually helped design the WNC Fantasy Booking logo for this year. And when I say help design, I mean he actually designed it. He made up the idea. He did all the stuff. He's the genius behind it. He is the he is not the face of the WNC, but God damn it, he designed the face of the WNC. Representing his family's homeland, the Cooperative Republic of Guyana, none other than Gareth Nelson. Hello, folks. This is your first time on the air with us, uh, and I'm glad it was here for this time, Gareth. Thank you. Notice. And uh, join with us is actually the first opponent in the tournament, and this is not his first time. Um, I know it's his second. I don't, I'm trying to remember if you were in the in the inaugural one or not. Uh, no, he wasn't. So this is his second time. But more importantly, it's not just his second time. It is his true culmination. He is the defending, reigning, and defending undisputed WNC Cyber World Champion, the British American sensation himself, Lucas Birch. For like another hour or so. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> so, um, here's how the rules are going to be going on tonight, everybody. Uh, we're doing this strictly on the Mixler as far as live because somebody won't download Discord. Hello! Yeah, yeah. Fucking the wretched colonials once again. We get with the times. Meanwhile, the people who are stuck in the past are the ones stuck in the fucking past and we're using Skype. Much love. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> I'm just being an asshole. I'm sorry. Can't help it. Um, here's how the rules go. I mean, this is also on recording. This will be uploaded to for everybody um, to enjoy. So here's the deal, guys. This is the very first round. So the way it's going to go is it's going to be five matches. Across the, throughout the tournament, it can increase up to seven matches and go to that point. But for this uh, first round match, it's going to be strictly five matches. So here's the rules how it's going to go. I am using my trusted phone. When I say trusted, I mean I'm trusting Samsung to get this shit right. Um, and we're going to have a timer. And the way it's going to go for these matches is everybody, the two competitors, are going to have 45 seconds to come up with a match. We're going to give you guys the stipulations of how the match goes. And uh, meaning, okay, there's this, there's that. And then you guys are going to set up the competitors. You have 45 seconds to come up with them. You guys are going to be messaging me through Facebook Messenger. That's how I'm going to see them. It's going to be privately done because that way the judges aren't seen. And what, Luke, I'm reading your lips, but I can't read. Which account? I, I don't care. I get the, uh, the, the one I messaged you earlier. I'm on my, my Johnny Florida account because that's how you guys both got me. So, yeah. Just message my Johnny Florida. If, if you guys don't realize, everybody, I've got two Facebook accounts because I figure if I can stay off the grid by having two accounts, it's doubly staying off the grid uh, because sense-making. Uh, the, the guys are going message, to message me their answers. I'm going to read them aloud on the air. You, the judges are not going to know who they came from. There's two points per match. The first point is what I like to call the on-the-paper uh, point. What that means is... These guys are going to hear the match, and whichever one sounds better, which one ever sounds like that's the better quality match, they're going to vote that point on. After it's after the judges have tallied their votes, we whoever gets two out of three 
at least. If they can get all three, there you go. If you get two out of three, you get the point for that match, for, the, for that one. Um, the second point will be them booking the match. They're going to lay out the match, how it's going to go. They're going to have about minute, minute 15. I'll, I'll make the determination when we come to that moment. And uh, they're going to book how the match goes. Because keep in mind, here's the important thing. One person can make what sounds like a bad, very bad match, and one can make a starlight of a match. But when they book the match, if it doesn't come out good, if it doesn't look good, if it doesn't end up doing great, that match could end up being bad, and the one that you thought was shitty actually turns out to be good. So that's how it's going to go. So the competitors are going to message me privately their answers. I'm going to read them aloud. Judges vote. And then they're going to take the time and book the match one at a time. And then the judges will vote again. Is everybody clear on the rules? Any questions? Yes, I have one question. What happens in the case that a tiebreaker is needed? We will go to sudden death. And we will do a strictly... I love that you asked that. We will do a strictly one vote, uh, one one point match. It will be the tiebreaking on paper match. Is how it will go. Because that way there was no chance at all with a tie that the judges could have any worry about any biases. Not that we have to worry about that, but it's just an extra safety parameter because a uh-huh. judge of ours, who's actually conveniently uh, on tonight, had uh, brought that up in the past that there was some worries about that. So and I, I have a that. question. Oh, uh, fuck. Fuck you, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, go fuck yourself with a light bulb. Thirdly, Ooh. Ooh, just uh, are we now? I, I may have missed over uh, missed a few things here. I had to. Uh, I, I won't get into it. Um, are we to name the competitors that I, to name the people that are involved in these matches that they're going to be booking, or is that just going to be thrown out by you, the the host? The the, the 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 competitors. They're the ones picking those. That's the key thing. Is they're picking the competitors. We're picking stipulations. Okay. So, yeah. Now, that's what we're going to be doing is we'll be picking stipulations for the matches, um, but okay. they'll pick the wrestlers and everything. Because that's the key thing. You could set up what sounds like a great match and everything, and like you could hear, oh, my God, it's a Hell in a Cell match. That's amazing. Who's going to be wrestling? Hornswoggle and Masquerita Sagrada. Fuck. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, a Hell in a Cell match is literally two, two, those two midget wrestlers in a, in a, in a, in a baby pen, but... <laughs> Oh. I, mean, I was hoping we were at the, I didn't know it was changed up from last time. I thought we gave them the. Uh, no, they they, the they, they that's the key thing is they're picking the competitors because that's the key thing is they test the knowledge of these guys to figure out who, who they pick that meets the standards, meets the requirements, and sets the parameters. Um. So uh, and uh, for what they know, because uh, we're gonna go okay. vast amounts. So, uh, any questions for everybody? Uh, yes. Which one of us is Simon? Which one of us is Paula? And which one of us is Randy? I know you're Ryan Seacrest tonight, so. Uh. You're Paula, Mike. Why am I? Can I, can I be Simon Cowell? Yeah, you can be Simon. Mike's gonna clearly be Katy Perry kissing the Christian boy who's never kissed anybody because he wants to wait till he finds a wonderful girl. That's what, no, we're, we're, no. What's wrong with you? No. That was no. that was Katy Perry, right? The uh, who was that? Oh, Miley, Miley, no, no, was it Miley, it was Miley Cyrus. All I know is that all I know is the classic lineup: Ryan Seacrest hosts, then there's Simon Cowell, Paula Abdul, and Randy Jackson. Bobby Anthem is definitely Paula Abdul. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Whew.
All right, I guess it was on the right. I'm Randy. I just got to just tell people, it's a no from me, dog. It was a little pitchy, dog. I can I can do that. I can make this work. I'm just going to be back here touching myself. <laughs> well, then. All right, then. You do that. You go touch yourself and, and stuff. I, I don't know. Bobby's going to be sitting here like I one would... of those male judges at the at the the, 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 the young age uh, toddlers and tiara tournaments. Who's the male, little I'm, I'm baller. There you go. Whoa, Johnny. Whoa. Yeah, you know a bit I'm talking about from South Park. It's freaking funny as hell, but I like hey, that sky genie. Before we do, go on. Go I on. was going to say before we before we get rolling, though, I do want to say before I forget, and this does this pertains to the uh, to the contest here, and and just to uh, being on the call, I am honored. I am honored to be on the call for the first time with Gareth. It is an honor. Um, Same. We've never spoken before, so you know it, it truly is Thank an you. honor. And everybody, and I mean that, no BS, I mean it. And everybody knows, I'm sure everybody knows, Luke is my boy. Luke is my baby boy. Very good friends, super tight. I say all of this to say that I will not be playing favorites here whatsoever. Will not be playing favorites. I'm thrilled to be on the call with everybody on this call. So, And I look forward to judging this thing every single year. So... uh it, it will be fair. Coming from me, it's going to be fair. Uh, feelings are going to get hurt. Uh, I want to see some dirty fighting. I want bloodshed <laughs> hurt each other. Somebody is not going to walk away from this. Okay, we know who Simon actually is tonight. I want to see. I want to see kicks to the nuts, uh, pokes to the eyes. Um, hey, hey, if you pull out, if that. you pull out knives, then you know, go for it. I'm I'm just, all, well, I'm, wait a minute. I just got to be careful and say, are I, we setting these? Are we saying these as actual parameters? Because last year we took points away from somebody who had a wrestler killed in the ring during the tournament. So you but you want to give the illusion that this. Do you want to give the illusion that this person is I, not going to be uh, walking out? At times, if you're, you're going to go for something violent. Make sure you go the the whole mile. And make sure that, that this person's not going to be able to leave the ring without you know medical assistance. Hey, Luke, he's, already, he, he's got thumbtacks. He's got his thumbtacks ready. <laughs> he's gonna he's going for death match tonight. Oh shit! Are we gonna That's see the fair. fucking miracle? Are we gonna see the miracle violence connection against Gage or some shit? <laughs> I think so. How much are these guys in the zone to try to win this championship? Are you kidding? Luke's already blading himself. <laughs> He's hardcore. He's hardcore. He's hardcore. <laughs> All right. Well, we got our, our fun out of the way. Let's uh, press the issue. Uh, I mean, uh, start the uh, contest. Right. Hey, uh, Mike, if you're able to quickly post on Twitter as well about the tournament being live, because you know me, I don't have uh, access to a Twitter. I don't have the access to the, to the show Twitter account anymore. You're an asshole. I'll go on our Twitter account and I'll post it. Yeah, you do that because I gotta still get access to the old one. <clears throat> All right, uh, Johnny, could you send me the link, please? Uh, sure. Um, I'll write it in the chat. It's mixlet.com forward slash WNC hyphen show. I'm still typing it out. But... Yeah, I'm not gonna remember that, so just oh. type it in the chat. And I had high hopes for you. Ah, uh, you shouldn't get your hopes up that high for me. Uh, why not? I gave my hopes up for my ex-girlfriends, and I have more hope for you. Mm, well, I um, 
I'm in a way I'm honored, but in a way I'm kind of creeped out by it. But yeah, I'm gonna post this up for you now. That is the correct feeling to have. <laughs> <laughs> I need an adult. I need an adult. adult who's need not me. Bad touch. Bad touch. <laughs> now, is this the second annual? Did you say it? Like, third how many annual. annuals is it? This is oh, the third. third, annual. third. Yeah. Right. Our first champion is Mad Max. Second champion is Luke Butch. Oh, I remember Mad Max. Yeah, good dude. My one-eyed brethren. Yeah, brethren, man, brethren. They, they, and clearly they're, they're brethren with each other. They got their eye on each other. Yeah. <laughs> What's this called Freedom. again? The the third annual what? WNC Fantasy Booking Tournament. Okay. I think Mad Max and I are are actually even missing the same eye. Oh, there you go. Both on the left side, right? Yes, sir. <clears throat> so, so it's not even like if you put the two of you together, you'd have one full sighted person. You'd still already have the right. Yeah, side. There's the, there, it would still be one eyed person. It, it yeah, would be two people with just one together. eye. Hey, n- like, no, nobody should be knocking one eye people. Nick Fury was one eye, and he got his eye on everybody for the Avengers. If they did a Dragon Ball fusion, it would be. Um... <laughs> it would still be disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said that we were talking about having to get you like a, a Patreon or OnlyFans account or something, man, so we could get you cybernetic parts. But, of course, for the OnlyFans, you would definitely have to get naked for that. I've, I've gotten naked for less. <laughs> there you go. All oh, right. boy. Let's, uh, Bobby is down. <laughs> there you go. Okay, let's set this up. We, are we all ready to go? Again, the competitors will be messaging me. The competitors will be messaging me the first portion, their answers um, through uh, Facebook Messenger. So I've got both of you all up. And I am ready to see. Um, okay, it is posted onto Twitter. Awesome! Uh-oh. Anyway, um, so here's what it's going to be. 45 seconds on the clock uh, is what it's going to be. Now, here's the first match. and it's gonna be, We're going to keep it very simple. Uh, now, keep in mind, you guys are in this one, like most matches, are you guys going to be setting up both sides? So if it's blah versus blah, it's not just one wrestler, okay? So we're going to start off pretty simple. You guys are going to set up a cruiserweight match. And the one rule about this cruiserweight match, the competitors can never have been, under both stints of its of its existence, have never have been WWE cruiserweight champion. Go. So what that means for everybody, the, the, when WCW, their cruiserweight title came to WWE... It eventually became after the invasion angle of WWE Cruiserweight title. That one that existed until Hornswoggle retired it, and then the current belt. That those two belts, they, the wrestlers can never have held. So these guys are being put to the test like that. Uh, during during this um, time, while they're getting define cruiserweight. What weight do you give two twenty and below? Two twenty and below. I don't, it doesn't have to be as two or five bullshit. This time while they're choosing their competitors, uh, 
I, uh, I I don't think we discussed this, Johnny, but this was this uh this kind of rolled over from last year, and I, I think the year before. If the if they choose uh, wrestlers who some of the judges might not know, uh, we might need a description of who they are and their yeah, strengths, yeah, some I, of their I, gimmicks, I, and that and that and that won't count against their time. Right, yeah, no, I mean, if they pick a wrestler and uh, you guys are unsure, you ask about it, I could do a quick search on them. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. When I set up, when I say cruiserweight anybody, just interchange that with light heavyweight, junior heavyweight, X division, I don't care. So. As long as it's hit the weight. Exactly. Just think of Finn Balor. Okay. Let's see. And the time's up. Where are my answers? I'm just finishing typing mine up now. What the fuck, Mike? No, I'm sorry, that's Luke this time. I'm so used to berating him. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I love you. You know you love me, Mike. I love you like See? I love uh, Emerald. Sound bit, sound bit, he said he loved me. That's... That's yes. recorded. <laughs> like, I love a hem- like I would love a hemorrhoid on my ass. That's how much I love you, Johnny. Yeah, see. Okay, there we go. Um, Gareth, I still need your answer, dude. Uh, here's the- okay, perfect. Okay, perfect. Uh, now, here's the one quick thing from, for everybody. If uh, One thing I didn't write out. If some case uh, they you guys give the, uh, the same wrestler at any point, I will just let you guys know to change it. I will actually name out the wrestler on the air, and so that way everybody gets their hopes down. Um, <laughs> but also because it's like you know, hey, that guy, you guys got to change it out. So, um, let's see. If this guy meets the standards. Uh, Gareth, uh, the second name you listed, I hate to say, um, I, I, because it's the first match, we'll use it as a learning lesson. You're going to have to change it out. This guy is actually currently weighed at nine pounds over. He's a 229, and uh, he's never held any title related to junior heavyweight or cruiserweight, so I can't, for record, count him as a cruiserweight. He could have been at one point, but I can't immediately look at it. So I just so we'll give you a chance to put in a different uh, name. The first name is good. So, ooh, 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 I like this. Does it have? Does it have to be somebody from this era, though? I mean, I don't know. Oh, no, no, no. We have, if we set a time constraint, then we'll do that. So, um, Wait, wasn't uh, Kevin Nash in the X Division? Like, wasn't he a champion of the X he was, Division? He was, a co- he was a coach for them. He, he, oh, okay. He, I thought he was a champion. No, he coached. Uh, the only uh, Abyss was X Division champion, uh, but he was not a cruiserweight. So that's why. Really? Yes, he held, he's, he's a grand slammer. No, I, 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 I thought Abyss came in at like 150 pounds, barely even being able to class him as a cruiserweight. In his early years, maybe. In his early years, because I do know Abyss did hold a junior heavyweight title at one point. I don't know if it was the NWA one. Uh, uh, okay, yeah, he was the NWA Florida junior heavyweight champion at one time. Uh, I know you wouldn't believe it, but I swear to Christ, it's true. Um, okay, so here's the matches, and I'm gonna spin the wheel, and eeny meeny miny dick, who's the person I call a prick? Um, here's the matches, everybody. The two matches set up, and the judges, if you need me, I've already got 
two of the names up because um, just in case somebody you guys don't know who they are, I've got it prepped up. The first match set up is Jushin Thunder Liger versus El Santo. And the second one is none other than Yoshihiro Tajiri, better known as just Tajiri, versus none other than the person who wrote that name down. Give me a number. Because there's multiple people of this one. Uh, it's Tajiri versus Tiger Mask. Oh, Jesus. No, you know what? We're not, you know what? No, no. We're going to leave it like that. Because the, because, you know, the fact is there's so many different types of Tiger Mask, but the fact is the name still catches it. I mean, now granted there was Mr. Wrestling number two, and people went for two more than Mr. Wrestling number one. But, still it's Mr. Wrestling. Same as the Invaders. Same as the Pitbulls. So we'll leave it like that. So judges. Yeah, it's about the character. Exactly. So the judges. Uh, look at Mystico and Sinkara. <laughs> um, so for everybody, you hear on, you see on paper two matches. You see El Santo, the famous uh, Mexican legendary cruiserweight wrestler, uh, versus Jushin Thunder Liger, and on the other one, you see Tajiri versus Tiger Mask. Judges, you could take a minute. Um, I'm going to play some music that I don't have planned out, so I'm just going to make some sounds up while you take your time. Do, 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 do. This is what makes it difficult as a judge. My goodness. Uh, I have favorites on both sides of this. Hmm. Ooh. You guys can take time. Again, what are, what, are we, what are the matches again? I just want to okay. make sure. It's going to be Jushin Thunder Liger. Versus El Santo or Tajiri, yes, the Japanese uh, tarantula. Tajiri, yeah, the Japanese buzzsaw, the tarantula, the Japanese buzzsaw. Tajiri versus Tiger Mask. You know, I personally would like to see a clash of styles, so I'm going to go with uh, Jushin Liger versus El Santo. That'd be my. That's my. I'm actually leaning in that direction too, man. Oh, this is a tough one for me, but yeah, yeah. Blades. Yeah. Why don't we see what you say before we, so we can get Bob a little more time? All right. Well, uh, no, I, I don't. I don't know anything about um, El Santo. I have heard of. I've actually not heard of. I seen and heard of Jushin Thunder Liger, of course. And uh, Tiger Mask and Tajiri sounds really good on paper to me. So you going with Tajiri and Tiger Mask? I think so, yeah. Okay, Anthem. Man, I, I, I really want to see both, but like, if you had a gun to my head, I would have to go with Liger and El Santo. Okay. Uh, I knew this. I thought sometimes that's the fun thing about this. Sometimes everybody remember the most important thing about a wrestling show: the first match is what helps set the the tone for everybody else. And with that, the first point. Goes to Luke Birch for his Liger and El Santo match. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that? Oh my goodness! I I I just wanted to use El Santo at some point. What better chance? There you go. Yeah, you jerked the curtain with him. Nice. <laughs> now here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna give the guys an extra 45 seconds to think in their head, just so they can plot out some things, and then they're gonna have a minute each. To describe the match. 
So I'm, I'm 45 seconds on the clock now. Take your time. Think it up. And then you're going to have a minute to lay out the match. So. This is the fun part. Yeah. <clears throat> all of it's fun. They're all, they're all fun parts. Did, <laughs> did, did, this is the part I hate. Oh, <laughs> you did well last time, didn't you? Over yeah. with your belt. <laughs> I'm sorry. Championship. There you go. Uh, it's a fucking belt. 15 seconds on the clock. While I have this year's championship belt right here on my shoulder. Seven seconds. Now, Johnny, do you send that belt out to whoever the winner is? Yep, you can ask Luke. I had to deal with fucking Her Majesty's yeah. Custom Service this last year. <laughs> Tell you this. I've, if I were to meet the Queen of England, I would be the utmost respectful to her. I would say, Your Majesty, I would bow to her. I would do all the things properly, even though I'm American, <clears throat> because it's out of respect. But I would say to her, Your Majesty, your custom service is a bitch. Well, I never... Well, of course you never heard it. That's why it's not bloody fixed, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Honestly, you should have Teddy Hart bedazzle that belt. How, 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 did, could you just give me like 30 seconds? I'm going to go get something. <sighs> okay, you know what? Fine, you do that. Gareth, he's going to lay out his match. And then, Luke, you take your 30 seconds and then come back. Since they're okay. different matches, it's not like Luke needs to hear it anyway to worry okay. about. What? Go. It's okay. Gareth, are uh, you ready? No. <laughs> You'll be fine. No. Don't worry. Okay, you got a minute on the clock, and you're going to lay out the match. Tell us why Tajiri versus Tiger Mask should steal the, the night. Go. Ugh. I can't do this. Gun fucking noise. You, you got it. Don't worry. See, Tajiri's in, uh, watching Tiger Mask wrestling, right? And Tajiri, Tiger Mask, uh, You gotta do it, don't worry. Tiger Mask, match, during his match, Ravis Mask, do black, had black mask on his face. Tiger Mask, grind his eyes, blind for six weeks. Oh, God, I hate this. I'm sorry. It's okay, You're dude. It's cool, man. Don't stress. It's all right. This is just... It's just a game, man. There's no no pressure, no stress. It's cool. You got this. You're with friends, man. Exactly. You could ask I know this. He was the same way. I was the same way. Okay, let me see. Then talking to Mass Tech Surgery, now that's a, a match. Wrestle came in. Ugh. If you want, That's one thing try, I can think of. Try writing it out. That could help you out a little. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. It happens. You, you, I'll tell you what. For everybody, because like Garrett pointed out, this is his first time being on the air. And I can tell you this. The, ask fucking Jenkins. The first time I ever did a show, and it was only a couple people listening in, and my I was still nervous as hell. I was a nervous wreck being on the air. And it just it, it took a lot of time, and I got used to it, you know. Uh, I remember the first it time I called in. I, I called in the first time the wrestling soup, and that, Kevin Castle was on that day as well. And I was nervous talking to Miss Joey and Kevin that day. You know, it it, it happens. It um, you know, we, we we all stand like that nervous. 
Yeah, like Luke, remember when you first got on the air and how you were nervous and everything? Now look at you. You got this whole show going on. Yeah, and killing it. And, and, and were you mentioning that a shout out to tomorrow's birthday girl? Yeah, happy birthday, Sammy. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. I got my guitar. You want me to play a little mariachi music for you? Man, yeah, if you want to be all racist about it. <laughs> no, I ain't even trying to be racist. God since, damn it, Bobby. Since, since, sorry I had to go for a sec. I, I just thought, considering this will be the only chance I get to do it, as I expect to go out tonight, if if you're wearing a championship belt, so will I. There you go. There you go. So, in fact, I actually got to talk about my NWA belt at some point when we have a break tonight. Uh how are those autographs looking? Are they still good? Did they get smudged up or anything when uh, through through the mail? Okay, they don't look smudged. That's good. I was that worried looks about. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I got. I got yeah, a little smudged here, but oh, that's fucking. Is that is that Rob Ron Fuller? Yeah. God damn it. What we need now is uh, Klondike Bill on video chat so he could show off his um, WTW smooth. WTW. Yeah. Gareth, man, are you we good, man? with a lot of champions. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Gareth, are you good, man? I'm good. I'm typing it. Huh? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's one thing we're going to try out as well tonight, I was going to say, is that uh, possibly having the guys type out the yeah. match. Um, we'll see how that goes. Um, has Gareth gone, or do you want me to go first? Uh, I'll, I'll let, yeah, it, it was just a little, it was a little uh, tough coming out. Uh, we'll give him a little bit more time so he can type it out. Luke, if you want, you'll go first, and we'll go from there. Okay. So, sure. um, yeah, if you need Gareth, I'll um, I'll give you a notification if you, if it makes it easier for you to mute it so you don't hear while typing it out. Um, I'll send you a message when he's done if if you prefer that. So. Okay, Luke, uh, one minute on the clock, and go. Okay, so this match is taking place in Mexico. So El Santo is the overwhelming crowd favorite. I know Liger would not usually use heel tactics, but we're going to give him this chance here. It starts out your typical cruiserweight, high-flying, fast-paced action with Liger hitting a few top-rope moves. One time, Liger goes up to the top, jumps off, but instead of doing a standard splash or something, he jumps straight down onto the balls of Al Santo. Wow. Al, Al Santo has had very little offense, but he has had a little bit. Al Santo rolls to the outside of the ring. 15 seconds. Liger goes out, follows him. Santo hits him with an uppercut, runs back into the ring, suicide dive, picks Liger up, throws him back into the ring, climbs up onto the top rope, diving headbutt, one, two, three. All right. Three seconds over the clock, but that's okay. Um, Gareth, how you doing, man? Let's see our message. Like I said, I was going to. Good now. Good, but I'm still typing. Okay. Uh, are you typing out to send to me like that? Okay, that makes sense. Uh, you you taking a picture of yourself again, dude? Dude, you are so photogenic now. <laughs> He's taking that selfie championship. 
Yeah, it's probably the last one I'll be able to take as reigning champion, so he's got I'm this, taking this opportunity. He's got this big-ass belt from an American. He's got an American flag taking a picture. Why of you got to be so negative, man? We need to take that picture of him with the U.S. flag and the belt and just, like, have him run for political office in the U.K. Just so people can see, what the fuck? The stars and stripes in England, this is wrong. We don't even allow Canadians in this country, eh? America's taking over. America. You thought our revolution was good when we took back our land. Imagine how it is when we take yours. We're going to take over your country and build a big, beautiful wall. <laughs> but we're an island. Wall. <laughs> and we're going to make you pay for it. <laughs> the French we're going to build... We're going to build a great wall along our northern border, and Scotland is going to pay for it. <laughs> Aye, laddie, what are you talking about? Uh, well, you want the nukes out of Scotland, you're going to have to pay for the wall. you got to pay for something. If you don't want nukes, you get the wall. Scotland's got those WMDs, man. Haggis bombs. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I, I'd, I'd be bombed by haggis bomb. That shit's delicious. I don't care what anyone says. I love haggis. I've never eaten it. Oh, it's fucking I never will. It's great. <laughs> the most important thing is just don't know what's in it. Unless they come sheep out with guts. a vegetarian haggis for Bobby. <laughs> right. It's just sheep Morning guts. That's all it is. Yeah, instead of it being cooked inside of a sheep's stomach, it's just cooked inside of a head of lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay. How you doing, Gareth? Oh, is that you, Blades? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm just messing around with the guitar. Sorry, I'll mute the mic. Uh, that's fine. It's a good little guitar. Somebody, at least somebody's got some musical skill around here, because I certainly don't. Okay. Nice. Mike's a picture of Haggis. God, I had haggis nachos when I was in Scotland. Man, that stuff was delicious. See, if I didn't know this, I'd probably eat it. But now that I do, I'm not so sure. You should eat it, dude. It's fucking great. Back in my carnivorous days, I would have, I wouldn't have been afraid of it. Now, here's the thing: I, mean, the opportunity. I can't do black pudding. That's that that's <clears throat> that stuff's just gross. No. I mean, I don't because know. it's black, Johnny. No, asshole. <laughs> you racist. That was the first. That was the first half bomb I dropped today. Thanks a lot, Johnny. <laughs> that's it's not because of that. Okay, it's also called blood pudding. It's made of it's it's blood that's coagulated and made into sausages. Oh, because all blacks are gangbangers. Bangers and mash. You know somebody. <laughs> Oh damn! Oh, I Bobby guess that's black, black pudding, man. blood pudding. Clearly, no love for the Crips. Why not some Latin King pudding? <laughs> Where's your Aryan pudding, huh? Well, we just call it oh, pudding. Oh, oh you racist yeah. bastard! Yeah. Oh, so, so so now not only are you talking about the Aryans, you're also talking about the Latin community. Sam, you're hearing this? Yeah. Oh god! Oh, hey, if I'm no comment. Off, if I'm pissing one off, I'm pissing off everybody. <laughs> Let's burn some more bridges while I'm at it. The other half of the inhuman experience, the Caucasian half, is not commenting on any of this. <laughs> yes. 
Dude, I didn't even think of that. The fucking black pudding. It's also called blood pudding. And then you're like, oh, because we're all fucking gangbangers, right? And I'm like, holy shit, this is true. <laughs> Bobby's on point oh, tonight, man. So, this game is strong. So you think it's true that they're all gangbangers? I mean... That's what I heard. <laughs> um, man? No comment? No comment. I, guess I that cannot work confirm this time, nor huh? deny. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> oh jeez, that that was fucking worth it. Oh, that turned out bad. I didn't even. I wasn't even trying. All I was trying to do was talk about a disgusting Scottish delicacy. And next thing, <laughs> racism comes into play. Who knew Scottish delicacy and racism can work together? Thought unproven. <laughs> it makes sense if you don't overthink. See, I, d I don't overthink, and you make me overthink now. <laughs> now, Bobby, if you were still a carnivore, would you eat Rocky Mountain oysters? Would I, would I, what? I didn't hear you, but yes, I would. But what, oh, wait, 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 wait. What did you say? <laughs> I, <laughs> I have to stop that because. I, I said Rocky Mountain oysters. Oh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, I would. Wait, what? <laughs> wait, what was the question yeah. again? <laughs> right. Um, I mean, you know where my dad is from, so, you know, meat is religion in Alabama. So. No, did they um, ever have, did they ever have bull balls, though? My father probably has. I mean, I'm sure you guys have eaten a lot worse than that, though, so. Now, here's the uh, thing. You would well, eat Rocky Mountain oysters, but I bet you would eat Smoky Mountain oysters. Good damn. <laughs> What are Smoky Mountain Oysters? Uh, they're basically the same thing, but just for five minutes, Jim Cornette berates you. Motherfucker! Yeah. <laughs> God damn, I need a triple cheeseburger with these oysters, man. They're delicious. Thank you, fuck you, bye. What do you mean you get the fucking order? We've been in this goddamn drive through for 17 minutes. You give me no devil cheeseburger. What's up with Jim Cornette and drive throughs I, I, don't, I don't know. Well, there's a reason why his show is called Corny's Drive-Thru for a reason. Because he's just got to berate everything. Oh, God. Ugh. How's it going, Gareth? You got it in? <clears throat> All typed up. Yeah, that's what I was meaning. Ow. Okay. Oh, look at that. Uh, <laughs> Sam's like, oh my god, Mike, give Johnny some wine. I actually got my wine in the fridge. I got a, It's a bottle of Italian Chianti I'm going to add. So, uh, yeah, of all people give me wine, it's going to be Mike, his people. What the hell? What's wrong with my... There we go. I feel like a dumbass now because when uh, Mike got on the call first, he was like, it's good to meet you. And I said, it's good to meet you, too. And then I found out who he is. And I'm like, oh, we've met before. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, you didn't realize it was, it was Corvin. Mike's the one who's the asshole for forgetting that he met you. <laughs> I forget a lot of things, Johnny. You'll have to forgive me. I'm not at my, I'm not at the top of my game today. I just in the hospital, so. Bummer. We're all off our game at certain points in time. Exactly. 
I'm trying to find out, Gareth, if you got it up. Let's see. Almost done. Okay. Uh, side note, quick update for everybody. And this is just providing results. This is not getting on any biases, anybody. Uh, now, if anybody else here wants to say anything, that's their opinion. Uh, with 11% report for the caucuses, uh, Bernie Sanders has 46.6%. Joe Biden, 23.8%. I'm rounding up. God damn. Uh, Pete Buttigieg at 13.6%. Elizabeth Warren at 8.7%. Tom Steyer at 3.5%. And I got to click on the link to see the rest of them. Uh, eight, um, Jesus Christ, eight. Michael Bennett's actually out doing Tulsi Gabbard. Oh, fuck. I mean, to be fair, he only got four votes so far. But Tulsi's only got one vote so far. Michael Bennett has dropped out. Yeah, and yet he's still quadrupling Tulsi's votes. That hurts. Klobuchar is at 3.4%. She's only got two votes less than Tom Steyer. So, yeah. I don't even know these people that you're mentioning now. You're just speaking <laughs> words that I don't understand. Yeah, there's Jake Molesky, the there's Ryan Upchurch. Who the fuck are these people? Let's not forget John Delaney Deval, and Deval Patrick. AOC, AOC. So, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> she's, yeah. But, yeah, so it's 11% reporting in right now. Polls will close at 10 p.m. Eastern. So, in 10 minutes, we're probably going to get a big dump of uh, results. So. Somebody's going to take a fat shit. Yeah. Basically. So. Okay, Gareth, what you got, man? You good, Gareth? Just to give everybody a peek inside, I'm over here fantasizing about pizza. <laughs> Shit, man, I'm hungry now. Dude, I thought I thought you were gonna turn on your video camera and be like, just to give everybody a peek inside. <laughs> uh, I just saw a video. This uh, guy and his girlfriend, they were sitting at a table, and it looks like they got Little Caesars pizza. They have the pizza up to their nose, and they're sniffing it. <sighs> and then they just start chowing into a head of lettuce as their way. Like, okay, they're trying to trick their brain to enjoy it so they can eat the lettuce. And they start mauling yeah. like fucking tigers at a fucking corpse. Lettuce tastes great. They, they yeah, say but, that works. I don't know. I that, can tell you from personal experience at this time. What? To sniff the fruit, uh, one food and then eat something else? Yeah, it doesn't work like that. Yeah, I didn't think that. Because you can taste it. Yeah. Okay. Like, smell is one thing, but tasting it is a whole other level. Okay, here we go. Uh, Gareth, you. 
Gareth, do you want to try to say it out loud? Or are you, you going to want me? Would you want me to say it for you? Okay, here we go. So I'm going to for this everybody. I'm going to do it. Again. I'm I'm going to do it for Gareth. Uh, and I got an idea. We'll do this for next match possibly. Uh, it'll take a little longer, but we'll see if this is something we could do. Uh, it's okay, Gareth. Like I said, it's your first time. You know, it's it's cool. <clears throat> um, so here's the layout he's got. Tajiri um, attacks Tiger Mask before the match starts, and Tajiri takes the ring bell and hits Tiger Mask with it. Tiger Mask is now bleeding, and Tajiri rips his mask off, and the referee puts Tajiri to the side of the ring. The referee asks you know, Tiger Mask if he still wants to wrestle because clearly the guy just lost his mask. S- says he wants to keep fighting. The referee starts the match. Tajiri uh, beats him down and attacks him. Tiger Mask gets up. Tajiri kicks him in the in the the face, spinning kick in, and pins him immediately for the one two three. So that that sounds like a short match. You take the guy, you, you, yeah, but if you take the guy's mask off, I mean, you expect the match to last too too long. No, not really. I mean, shit. Yeah, David Arquette got a goddamn hole in his neck, and he's immediately like, you know what? I got to stop this match. And he runs in for a quick pinfall. He's like, okay, get me to the hospital. <laughs> Which I don't blame the guy. That was a lot of action, too. And it was uh, pretty much right in line with uh, with Tajiri. Yeah. Right yeah. in line with Tajiri style. Old school Tajiri. So how do the judges go for this? I need uh, another minute to think on it. That's okay. If you want to be the last one, Mike. I'm going to go with Luke. Okay. I think I'm also going to go with Luke. All right. Oh, Jesus Christ, I almost spit my drink. That would have been bad. I got two computers. I can't afford to lose them. (laughs) Put the drink on the table. It's on the table. It puts the drink on the table. Okay, on another table, beside you, behind you, somewhere. I don't have another table, dude. I have. I spent all my money on computers, not tables. (laughs) Then fucking put that shit somewhere else, or put it in a fucking water bottle or something. Okay. Blades. Ah man, this is a tough one. I mean, I I dig the action in both. Especially the uh, the tiger mask getting well, tiger mask getting his mask ripped off. Does that make him just tiger at that point? I'm just I'm just wondering. <laughs> Probably sans, uh, tiger, sans face. tiger mask. Tiger face. There you go. Oh uh, shit! Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Luke, man. Okay. So with that, Luke takes the second point, and we culminate the first match. Uh, we'll now move into the next match. This one, um, yeah. I, so it's okay. No, it's okay, Garrett. And hey, this don't worry. blades. If I was ever diagnosed for being attention deficit, you're making it happen now. <laughs> oh, sorry, man. I keep for, I keep forgetting to yeah, move. It's super loud. Daddy, I've I've sent something to you. Okay. Uh, oh, that, that'll be an idea. If we have to move the mixer to TCP, that'll be fine. Sure. Um, uh, if we need to, we still got an hour time left on the mixer for us. So, 
Uh, we're gonna right, make, we're gonna bad. we're gonna move into the second match of the night, and because of how it is with Luke, here's what I got an idea of. I mean, because of how it is with Gareth, uh, I'm gonna give two minutes to you guys. I'll give two to three minutes for you guys. The one thing we're gonna try to change up for this next match is that you guys are going to message me uh, the layout of the match. So I want you to type it out, and then you're gonna send it to me, and that way it's my. Uh, I will try it and see how it works with me. On even ground, laying out layout of the match for both of y'all. Mm. So I like that. So we'll test it out, see how that works. So you guys will have three minutes for that. Uh, first off, we're gonna do the match again, though the regular match, and then the story time. Okay. So you guys see your match. You want to spend the time ahead to start writing. You know, it's just as long as once I say three minutes on the clock, and then once the clock ends, have the stuff into me. Okay. So uh, makes sense. Well, well, why if you just have like a couple letters left to type? Uh, if you say last word and then you finish the word and then type it, I'm not going to go. I, motherfucker, I don't care if you do 54 in a 50 mile an hour zone, okay? Okay, I ain't British Transport Police. You could speed a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Okay, I, granted, I know it's impossible to speed when you're on the fucking M25, Luke, but goddamn it, I'm okay with it. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's fine. Uh, make, uh, everything makes sense, Luke? Yeah. Okay, Gareth, you good? Gareth, you good? He said yes. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Okay. Here's the next match we're gonna do. Um, this match is um, this is gonna be this is a, a little complicated. It's a cross federation specialty match. Here's what I mean: the wrestlers you guys pick must be from current existing different feds. So the, uh, they have to be signed to a Fed right now, and they need to be in different Feds. Uh, here's the deal about the specialty, though. There's going to be a stipulation added on. Bobby Anthem, if you're so kind to give us a specialty for this match. Uh, a match type? Yep. First blood. Okay, there you go. First blood. Good old-fashioned flood match. You guys will now have to pick two wrestlers, one from each of them are from different feds. I don't care if they worked in the same fed at the same time in the past, as long as they're part of different feds right now, and name off the fed that they're representing. And just message me privately on Facebook, and then immediately start writing out your match. But uh, by the way, um, the time for you t messaging me the uh, the competitors does not count towards the three minutes. So I'm just giving you guys the chance to get extra time on top. I can tell you right now, this is going to be a little difficult for the Inhumans, as <laughs> we do not watch current pro wrestling. So you're going to have to you're going to have to give us a description of who these people are. You got to be really graphic. Really graphic. So he cuts him open <laughs> in his stomach, and he's taking out his upper intestines. Yeah. Motherfucker, I said graphic, not fucking gore. <laughs> Explicit. He's got a humongous, ginormous dong. <laughs> my God! Look at the size of that package! He's got a family, <laughs> by God! He's clearly got a family. <laughs> my God, Maggle! My God, Maggle! Maggle, that's a tallywhacker, Maggle! My God, I can see the crabs forming from here. Holy shit, they're hatching! <clears throat> And the 
clock is up. Oh no! That was three minutes? No, no, no. That was the oh, one minute no. for them to give me the competitors. And then once I got the competitors, then they're going to uh, have the three minutes to start writing out how that match is going to go. Ah, uh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, <coughs> Gareth, I just need the competitors right now. Uh, so, um, uh, yeah. If you, so if you write out the match and everything, that's cool as well. Uh, just uh, I just need competitors for the current moment. <clears throat> There we go. Uh, if I'm ever in a position where I'm able to donate, um, I uh, I would have to forfeit my uh, my spot as a competitor because I have too much fun judging. <laughs> there you go. Hey, if you were to donate and then you want to literally donate your spot to somebody, you could do that. Scott Greer donated his spot to Phil DePere. Hmm. So That's cool. I like to see what Phil could do, but... I'm kind of looking forward to seeing to hearing Scott again, man. That's what I thought too. So, um, okay, here we go. Here's the two matches. Let me spin the dice, and since I'm a dice, I'm going to spin a corkscrew. There we go. It landed on its side. I don't know what that means, so I'm just going to pick something. Uh, yeah, this was not thought through. <laughs> I, I, I thought of something. Okay, <clears throat> here we go. These are, these are the matches set up. <clears throat> representing New Japan Pro Wrestling. By the way, you guys can start writing. I'm not going to start the three-minute clock until after the judges give their votes. So you guys are getting a lot of extra time to start typing out your matches, okay? Uh, so Gareth and Luke, you guys can start typing out your matches and how they'll, the layout, how they'll go. Um, right now, that's okay. Representing New Japan Pro Wrestling is none other then the former two-time British heavyweight champion of Revolution Pro Wrestling, the former Ring of Honor World Television champion, former IWGP tag team champion and five-time never openweight champion, and considered to be the best brawler every year by the Wrestling Observer Newsletter from 2014 to 2018, have represented New Japan Pro Wrestling, Tomohiro Ishii, versus representing the WWF WWE, The Undertaker. Oh, shit. And then other matches. Holy crap. Representing ECW is none other than Cactus Jack. Ooh. Versus representing World Class Championship Wrestling out of Dallas, Bruiser Brody. Oh. Whoa, whoa. No, no. That, you got, if you're talking about typing out the match, you can type it out. It's okay. Keep typing. Uh, mm-hmm. So, judges, are we talking? Did I miss or they are, are how they are they? Do they look and do they look and sound like how they are modern day, or is this at the prime of their careers? Um, that makes a difference. Right. Did I misunderstand, or were, I thought they were they were supposed to be? Uh, yeah, I'm realizing day. that how I, I thought about it because the plan was they were supposed to be currently signed wrestlers. Uh, so, fuck, I want to call this as a dream match, but, yeah, we kind of broke it from the rules. We, we, yeah, we got to double back, everybody. I'm sorry. I didn't think that one out when I read the, no, the results. So, here's the rules, everybody. The wrestlers have to be currently signed, and they have to be, yeah, currently alive. So, Bruce Brody versus Cactus Jack, that's a dream match. 
Although I bet they did. Oh, yes, it is. They had to have wrestled at some point, though. So I need current wrestlers signed. Uh, but yeah, they had to have wrestled at some point, right? Shit, I'm curious. Oh, 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 oh would Foley have come into his time just after Brody died? Right, because Brody died in what eighty-eight. Yeah, so that never happened. Right? God damn, yeah. bummer. So. Um, so yeah, Gareth, I need you to set a new match, and uh, Luke, just because I'm sorry, but I'm going to need you to redo the match, since it's clear, obvious, who had what now. Yeah. So, uh, we'll restart the clock. That's okay. So, you got you guys got a, um, a minute on the clock to pick out new competitors, and then restart the matches for the layout. Um, that's okay. This is why this is the first time uh, for the, the first round for the match. No, we're working on any kinks, so uh, for everybody, it's uh, going on. Uh, Scott Greer says he's got to go work, so it's okay, Scott. Uh, if you still want to be in the tournament, dude, I mean, you know, you did get the spot. You know, it seems like you and Phil the promoter now are fighting over that spot for some reason. It's like two parents fighting over who doesn't want the kid more. No, you have the spot. No, you have the spot. It's like, I, know <laughs> I it's, really, I really, really want to hear Scott again, man. Scott was incredibly entertaining. Yeah. And if anybody thinks that was offensive, the joke I just made, I was thinking from a Christopher Titus joke. He talked about it like I, I went through. A, my parents went through a big court battle over who got who got me. Mom won. She she made me live with dad. Anybody who's offended by that joke is not a parent. <laughs> As a parent, I can tell you that. Yeah. Okay. Need my. Um... Okay, need my new uh, uh, new matches, everybody. I know it kind of threw in a monkey wrench to everybody, so you guys were probably writing out the full matches and that messed things up. So, but again, learning experience. I'm sorry if I screwed up the flow. I thought I misunderstood. No, that's okay. It, it, you were right. You were right. I just I didn't think about it because I was in starstruck at the idea of the match. You know, it's kind of like that yeah, moment. I, it's yeah. kind of like that moment I had last year when we had the one match with uh, Lance Storm versus Owen Hart. I'm like, dude. <laughs> yeah. Actually, while we give him a, a second, there's actually a funny story uh, Lance Storm did on the Back to the Territories episode with Jim Cornette on Calgary Stampede. He uh, talked about the first time he got to meet Owen Hart. He was uh, he went up and uh, he saw some of the guys talking um, to uh, to Bret Hart. I think and this was in WCW, and um, he saw somebody standing there with him. He saw the back to his head, and he was going on up to him, be like, uh, "Sir, you can't be back here. You know, it's for wrestlers and uh, staff only." He was he said he was getting ready to go do that because he didn't recognize this person. The guy turns around and he does, and that's when he realizes it's Owen Hart. So he's, He's going to put his hand up to be like, sir, you got to get out of here. So he's like, oh, hey, how are you doing, sir? Shaking his hand. He's like freaking out. Like, hey, last minute, like, fix up. So, uh, okay. Uh, here we go. The, the match. I got the matches ready now. So both of you guys start right now to match. 
Um, so you guys start right now typing out your matches, and we'll get the time. So here's the deal, everybody. Uh, this is the new matches of the layout. So once again, I'm going to flip something. Um, I'm going to flip my keys and just see what happens. Okay. Uh, buttons facing up. That means something or nothing. Uh, okay. So now we're going to pick and the first match. It's going to be representing New Japan Pro Wrestling. Kazuchika Okada versus uh, the uh, that's the Rainmaker. If you guys don't watch uh, New Japan, he's the he's uh, multi-time youngest ever and longest reigning IWGP Heavyweight Champion. Versus representing the WWE Brock Lesnar. And the second match is going to be none other than representing. This is, it, I love this. It's, uh, this stuff could actually happen to actually make like a. Uh, a real clash of the rest of the feds, but um, it's another New Japan versus WWE representing the W representing New Japan Pro Wrestling is none other than Los Ingobernables de Japón's good member Evil versus Braun Strowman. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Judges, you now have Evil, who is the former two-time IWGP Tag Team Champion with Sonata, four-time and current uh, never open-weight six-man Tag Team Champion with uh, with uh, Bushi and Shingo Takagi, or Takagi Shingo, depending on how, what country you're in. Um, and then you've got Okada, who is the longest, I point out, the longest reigning IWGP Heavyweight Champion. He is the uh, he's held, he had it for more defenses, more successful title defenses than anybody in history with twelve. He held about for seven hundred twenty days. I think he was the youngest or second youngest after Nakamura. He is currently only thirty two years old, and that's his background. Uh, everybody knows who in the United States who Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar is. I'm just filling out the info if you guys are not New Japan fans. Um, okay. Sky Genie actually found a Texas match of Cactus Jack versus Bruce Brody. Mm. Mm. I'd like to see that. Yeah. Uh, so, but I have my picks here. Okay. I'm going to go Okada, Okada Lesnar. Okada Lesnar. Alright, yeah, I'm um, Could you run that card by me again? Okay, sure. Uh, you've got Kashushka Okada versus Brock Lesnar, <clears throat> New Japan versus WWE, or the other New Japan versus WWE, Evil versus Evil, spelled Evil, I'm just having a little fun with the name, versus Braun Strowman. Okay, yeah, Okada Lesnar. Okada Lesnar, yeah, that would, that would work for me. Okay. That is a clean sweep. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, let me fix this. Damn it. I got to... Jesus Christ. There we go. I'm trying to fix these notes and it's a little annoying. Apologies. Uh, there we go. Um, so a clean sweep on that. So Luke gets the first point for Okada v. Lesnar. And 
now with that, I'm now adding the three minutes on the clock for you guys. You keep typing out the matches, send them out to me, and you got three minutes on the clock. Think logically when you do this. <coughs> Sorry, I had a cough. Um, so here's a quick thing for everybody. Where did I put it? There it is. Uh, so for everybody, it's uh, about this with the WNC Championship belt. As it's been pointed out, every single year it's a new belt. We, we've had a championship belt sent out each time to Mad Max, to Luke Birch, and to whoever wins this year's belt. And I get autographs all the time. Last year's belt, um, I think there was like 14 signatures covered with legends from Ron and Robert Fuller to former WCW TNA Global Force announcer David Enzer to legendary women's wrestler Lilani Kai <clears throat> to I think the Dirty Blonde signed it as well. Uh, Larry Zabisco. Uh, Pat Patterson, Gerald Briscoe, Bob Roop, Cowboy Bob Orton, uh, uh, Dory Funk Jr., and a few others that I just can't remember off the top of my head. The fact I remember that many is amazing. Pat Patterson was the biggest one. He took so much fucking space. But the guy actually looked like he had an attitude with the idea of signing the belt. I I paid for that autograph, and he got mad. I think it was because I didn't buy his book, because he was trying to sell his book big that day, and a lot of people were buying it. But, yeah, Larry Zabisco, he thought it was cool. He really liked it. He loved the concept. I'm like, this is cool. Oh, Ricky Steamboat, he also signed it. So, everybody really seemed to like it. The two big things was uh, Pat Patterson, because I didn't buy his book, and Dory Funk Jr., he didn't give no attitude. But the biggest thing about it was his wife would not let him sign anything that wasn't personalized. Because I guess she doesn't like the idea that people could make money off it. Now, uh, Dory Funk, the way he acted, this is the kind of guy that any woman would want. He, you know, he listened to his wife. His wife is his manager. And he was very courteous and respectful and listening to her and everything. Good man. Good man for that. But the fact that she was so anal of the idea that nothing could be personalized. So I had him write 2WNC on the belt. It was the only way I can get him to autograph the belt. Fucking bitch. So, yeah. Uh, now, did you have to pay for these autographs? Yeah, th- they have these championship running from Florida Legends Fan Fest. And if anybody that's coming down here for Mania, you will get to have a chance to go attend it as well because they're going to be having it uh, the next one here. Uh, I think it's Legends Fan Fest. Bring, you need to bring your uh, – What? You need to bring your NWA belt down there uh, next I, I, year for that. I can't, actually. Um I, I currently don't have the belt. That's actually the fun thing I was going to bring up. The uh, the Tampa History Center has opened up a an exhibit on pro wrestling in Tampa. And where they're trying to get some cool things like some pictures and stuff from Tampa. And I went the extra mile. I gave them my replica NWA championship belt on loan for them to use for the display. And I also gave him my copy of Back to the Territories with Jim Cornette and Kevin Sullivan on Florida Wrestling. And that way they could watch it and learn some history. Or, and or, they could set up a TV and play it throughout the time so they could be watching the history. So, uh, they were really appreciative of that. I got a receipt. That fucking belt's coming back to me, I might add. But, yeah. Um, but that's why. Because that that, display, that exhibit's going to be open until, like, August or some shit. So, yeah. No way around that. Uh... I, to me, it's more important the fact that I'm actually able to help contribute to the history of Florida wrestling than to get a couple of autographs on it. But this belt is got is actually an NWA theme belt. I've got I've taken this belt to both times I've gone to the NWA shows in Georgia, and I've got autographs on it. I got Colt Cabana, 
I got Dave Marquez. I got uh, the question mark, uh, which if you guys are wondering, yes, it's a question mark. That's his uh, autograph. It's a question mark. <laughs> it's a question mark, and then it says mark next to it. At the outlandish Zicky Dice, I got PJ Hawks. I got the beautiful, I got her to sign it the night she became champion, the current NWA Women's World Champion, Thunder Rosa. And then I finally got Caleb Conley. So currently I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven autographs on this belt. Um, what? Say what? Well, you were broken up and I didn't give a fuck. You've got all those, but you didn't get any Trevor Murdoch on there. I didn't get a chance to see him to get an autograph. Okay, I had to How pay. I had to pay twenty bucks to Colt Cabana for one thing just to get him to autograph this. Um, question mark. He was okay. His uh, if he his deal is if you if you pay for one autograph for uh, if you buy an item and then pay for the autograph, he'll autograph everything else you got. Which by the way, I also got a giant. Uh, I gotta get this. Uh, finish up your matches, guys, and send them in to me. Uh, let me grab. I got two other things I just got. Remember, folks, think logically when you're writing out these finishes. So, and absolutely no murder is involved. Yeah, I so, cannot stress yeah. that enough. Yeah, so hurry it up, guys, and send them in. Um, but I got this. Uh, no, not that's not the one. I got a uh, an autographed picture of Thunder Rosa. Uh, somewhere. I probably put that in the book protection. But I got this. A special printed uh, art rendition for the question mark. As you can see. Uh, take a look at this beautiful. It even says karate. It's a special kind of print done. And he autographed it as well. So this could actually be a prize for somebody. Who the art print from? I think it's from him. The question mark. Yeah, are these going to be included in the prizes, or are these just these are personal? The, oh no, these are these are prizes as well. So these are op, 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 uh, these are possibility for prizes for whoever wins the tournament and comes in second very, place. Very, very cool. Yeah, I, very I, cool, man. I I remember some of the the prizes that uh, that you had last year, man. And man, it's just the prizes. So so many prizes, dude. Oh yeah, wrestling fan. It's just. Like this, this tournament is something that you want to be a part of. Yeah, I got three boxes of shit right over here. In fact, let me grab uh, Gareth. I, uh, last minute, man, I need you to send it in, okay? I've got, well, this is just a toy ECW belt that I bought. We were planning on trying to do some artwork to it. I think I was supposed to send this to Jenkins so he could try to have some have some fun with it. Um, I got the pe- piece of shit classic cruiserweight belt. We're going to do the same thing, do some work to it. Uh, I bought this WWE belt as a joke gift for my dad a couple of Christmases ago. Uh, so now I got it back. Um, we'll figure out what to do with that. But here's a box with half of the action figures that I have available. And this box is basically the ECW box. So, right here, I've got, uh, is that who I think it is? Yep, I got Shane Douglas. Keep in mind, all these ECW (laughs) figures are the original ECW. I've got a second Chris Candido action figure. Um, 
There's my 1998 dude love. That's clearly WWF, but he's in the box. Uh, I got New Jack. That's right. Oh. New Jack in the <laughs> Welcome to New Jack City, motherfuckers. Uh, there's my SummerSlam 1999 Mankind. There's my... Oh, there's my Dan Severn action figure still in the box. Um, here's my autographed Al Snow, <laughs> WrestleMania 2000. Speaking of Dan Seven, that is why it took me a little longer to get the revised one in because I was seeing if he was actually signed to anywhere because yeah. I wanted Brock versus Seven. That would have been cool. Um, here you go. Um, I got who who remembers from the the oddities? I got a boxed Kurgan action figure. Oh yeah. And then <laughs> finally from the ECWs, I've got well, not finally. I know I got more. Um. But just in this box right here, I got uh, Just Incredible. And then I've also got, um, from the other series, I've got a uh, Raven action figure from ECW. So, I think I got a couple more ECWs. They're probably in that... You know what it is? Because I filled that freaking that frickin box over there up and I have it taped up, I think. So, uh, that's probably why. But, yeah. I got a lot of those kind of prizes. I got a lot of autographed pictures and items. I got wrestling comic books. I got so many different t-shirts. Oh, dude, tell them about the comic books. Oh, God. Um, well, the comic books are in the box right now, so I can't, uh, that's taped up. I can't okay. open it. But okay. here's what I got, everybody, is that, uh, did I tape it all the way around? Oh, no, I didn't, actually. Let's see. I want that ECW box. <laughs> Still fantasizing about pizza, in case anybody was wondering. Okay, so here's what we've got. Um, the wrestling comic books, a lot of them are from Squared Circle Comics, written by John Crowther, Del Barris, and Andrew Pate, Pate, whatever. And what they did is they contracted with these wrestlers... To make these special comic books where they actually re, they actually narrate and write and draw out historical moments in these guys' histories. So here's this one, for example. This is, uh, this is, uh, B. Brian Blair on Killer Bees. And then, um, what is it? Uh, that's an example. I got this one as well. This is issue one of a three part series of Nikolai Volkov. Uh, these got done before he died. John Crowther signed this one. And they just talk about different st times in history at the moment. It's the beauty of it. Um, in fact, this Killer Bees one that I have is actually issue two. And they have a separate one. Who was B. Brian Blair's partner again, Brunzel? Uh, Jim Brunzel. He was also in the Fantastics, right? No. I don't know that much about the Fantastics. Um, because they've also got an issue coming up for the Fantastics. Um Let's see. Uh, Bobby Fulton and Tommy Rogers. Bobby Fulton, they're doing one on the on the Fantastics. Um, 
And th- there's so many other ones that I've got. I've got an, an autographed Len- Lanny Poffo one. That one's real good because it goes back to his time working for his dad's ICW in Kentucky. That's really cool. Um, and it's it's really cool stuff. I've also got some classic WCW comic books from the early 90s when they partnered with Marvel Comics to do their own comic books. Uh, inclu- I even got issue one. So those are all up for grabs. And I even got the issue zero of um, the one that's called We Love Pro Wrestling. And uh, that's up for grabs for anybody as well. So I got so many different comic books that are up for grabs for you guys. So, But with that, we've been killing a lot of time. And, uh, you know, we've only got 27 minutes left on the clock for our mix list. So let's, um, let's read out the... It, uh, I, know, it, yeah, I know if we go over, uh, you got the option. I appreciate it, dude. Uh, sorry, I'm just trying to speed through this part. Okay, so here's what we've got. Here's the two matches set up. This is uh, the Braun Strong, the the Brock Lesnar Okada match. Brock immediately sprints for Okada, but Okada ducks and rolls out of the ring and gives Brock a, and Brock gives chase, but Okada stops and strikes Brock, whose momentum knocks Brock down. Okada lays into Brock and attempts to open him up, but despite landing a few good shots, Brock is able to recover and take control. Brock connects with a few sh- uh, shots, uh, like uh, a la him versus Strowman at the Rumble. All drop Okada, uh, all versus Braun Strowman at the Rumble, for example. Um, uh, all drop Okada, who gets um, who gets all each time, a little slower, but each time he. I, goes. I, 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 I meant to say gets up. But. Okay, he gets up each time, uh, but Okada uh, Okada's heart keeps him going. But Brock's power keeps overpowering him. Brock goes for a shooting star press, but Okada rolls away and out of the ring. Brock rises, dazed from missing the shooting star press. Okada has a chair. As Brock approaches the ropes, Okada cracks him in, uh, with the chair and re-enters the ring. Brock staggers back. Okada hits a rainmaker on Brock. He goes down with no blood. Okada tries to pull up Brock, who sandbags him, so Okada waits for Brock to rise, goes to strike him again. Brock avoids it by ducking, and he hits uh, one final shoot shot. Uh, Okada drops to the floor and, dro- and drops the chair. O- um, Okada rises. Brock cracks him with the chair, opening Okada up, losing his first blood match. Your winner is Brock Lesnar. Uh... Now we go to Braun Strowman versus Evil. Braun Strowman enters the ring, then Evil immediately attacks him uh, then a, with a pot, and then uh, Braun Strowman picks up Evil, uh, picks up Evil in the ropes. Braun and Evil get up now, and both guys find weapons. Braun finds a light tube, and Evil finds a light tube. Both guys misfight out uh, outside the ring, and Nakamura comes in and attacks Braun. Evil headbutts Braun uh, nine times, and Braun's bleeding now. And the ring, uh, the the matches, uh, the bell rings, and the match is over. Nakamura runs, uh, and then Nakamura br- brings the WWE flag, and Nakamura saying he's going back home. So I like that. I like the turnbuck on that. So judging, damn, that was vicious. <laughs> Holy fuck! That wasn't vicious. That was savage. Oh, he's that got a family. Sid, Sid Vicious is like, that's Vicious. And then Savage goes, no, brother, that's Savage. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. The booking point. How does the uh, how do the judges go? Okay, I'll go first. Um, I'd like, I like how, uh, I like how the Lesnar-Okada match was more, was laid out uh, in more detail. But, there were a couple of spots in the evil um, Strowman match that actually kind of got a got a uh, little bit of a reaction out of me. I like the 
I like to see the headbutts. I like the light tubes. I gotta go with I gotta go with Strowman Evil on this one. It was it was a shorter it was a shorter quicker layout, but uh, some of the spots just stood out better, stood out more to me. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Bobby. I mean, I went with the um, I went with the Lesnar Okada match, um, but the Evil and Strowman match actually won me over. Okay, Mike. I'm going to go with Okada Lesnar. Right. I enjoyed the other uh, finish with that one a lot better. Okay. Um, we are now going to go to match three. This match is, this night's going by pretty long. Um, this is where we're going to have a little fun. This is what I call the blindfold match. Now, this does not mean a traditional blindfold match like we know everybody. Those things fucking suck. What this blindfold match is, each guy is going to pick one wrestler. One. They're going to each pick one wrestler, and the and then the judges make the vote on which one they like better because of the wrestler, clearly. Um, but then the second point is both these guys are now going to have to book a match on this match. They're booking the same exact match at this point. But the question mm-hmm. is who tells it better? So both I like guys, this. This is one of my favorite challenges. So these guys are now going to pick one wrestler, Juan, and I like to add certain stipulations. Like when I, when for example, the Lance Storm um, Owen Hart match, how that came to be was because I said that was a Commonwealth match, meaning the wrestlers had to come from Commonwealths: the UK, Canada, Australia, uh, New Zealand, and etc. These guys, um, uh, the, here's what we're going to be doing: is before you guys send me your answers yet, Bobby Blades. I want you to pick a kind of criteria on the, uh, for these wrestlers. What do you mean, a stipulation? No, 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 no. Like the criteria for who the for who can choose, what kind of wrestlers they can pick from. For example, like I just mentioned the Commonwealth, where they came from. I've done matches where I said they can never have been a world champion, or maybe like the idea of cruiserweights, you know, stuff like that. Uh, that's the deal. Luke, uh, what are you doing? All right, they all You're they all have out. to be deathmatch wrestlers. Deathmatch wrestlers. Okay. Uh, I hear you, Bobby. Hello? Oh, okay. Uh, I got disconnected for a moment. No, we got you. So, okay, deathmatch wrestlers. Uh, like GCW, CCW, that kind of thing. Oh, indies. Oh, that's going to be tough. I will admit. Even, <laughs> even I like uh, the indies, but um, that might be a very small criteria to see if these guys could pull it off. Uh, guys, if you could send me your answers and. We'll see how it goes. If they can't do it, I'll pick something else. Yeah, look at that. Ozzy Osbourne uh, picked Jason Momoa to play him in his new music video. <laughs> That's something. I'll tell you what. I don't know how high his voice um, can go, but if his voice can go high enough to do Crazy Train, I'd love to see it. Quick, quick question. If we're picking deathmatch guys, is it going to be a deathmatch? By the sounds of it, I'd say so. Okay. My connection keeps dropping and then jumping back in. I don't know how long I'll be able to stay on here. How many times do I tell my ex that? <laughs> <laughs> title of your sex tape. 
Come on, Bobby. You're supposed to pop bigger okay. for that. That's one of our favorite shows. Now, here's the deal, everybody. <laughs> um, okay, we've got the competitors. I will say this. One of the guys you're thinking not the case, um, but one of these, uh, the one of the guys, when I say the name, he has been in death matches. So, I'm because I'm just checking it right now. Okay, uh, here's the match, everybody. This is going to be a death match, the death match of our lives. We have got Nick Gage, of course, versus <laughs> versus none other. Drum roll, please. New Jack. <laughs> no sh. <laughs> I pulled up the that out. sounds oh. crazy. So, I, as soon as I saw him, I gotta get the action figure. This is gonna be so, good. so it's basically the two no shit guys. So yep, it's Nick Gage versus New Jack. So judges, first and foremost, I want you to vote on who do you think was the better pick, and then we're gonna get to these guys booking the matches. So now competitors, Gareth and Luke. Start right now to your match. And what is that loud sound? Oh, that's me. Sorry about that. Oh, that's okay. Uh, judges, who made better pick? New Jack. Who are New Jack? Okay. We have one All vote right, for I'll you. Say, I'll Nick, give it a... Nick fucking Gage. Nick fucking Gage. Gage is the obvious uh, pick for somebody, but man, I cannot go... And, I can't go against New Jack. <laughs> I can't. I have to go with New Jack. I know technically he's not known as a deathmatch guy, but I got to go with New Jack. Yeah, I looked up just to make sure a New Jack. I, I tapped a New Jack deathmatch. And now, first off, you'll see Cactus Jack things. But, yeah, New, New Jack has done some dashes, including one I found mm -hmm. uh, with him versus Schlack Dream. So, uh, looks like <laughs> he, he looks like he also did the King deathmatch tournaments, possibly in XPW. So, uh, yeah, he counts. Okay, now we're going to add, yeah. because I see how the time's been going, I'm going to give you guys four minutes on the clock to write this matches out. Um, but, yeah, we need to make sure we keep these time frames, okay? So I'm going to give you guys, I'm going to let you know, it's four minutes on the clock, I'm going to let you guys know every minute that passes by, okay? Um because this is only match number three now, so, uh, yeah. So, yeah, this is going to be fun. Um, so, while, while these guys write out the matches, uh, why don't you guys tell a little bit about how things are going with the Inhuman Experience, guys? Yeah, man, we've been, uh, we've been busy. <laughs> we have really, we have really been busy, man. We get been getting into our groove we've been doing a lot of recordings um we have had a lot of guests on the show uh which is cool you know i mean i want to get back into doing more episodes with just me and blades but it's really cool that we've been we, we've had some interesting people on with us telling some really interesting stories uh you know we had you on uh recently well we talked a while ago and had it recorded and prepared but um you know, we put it out not too long ago, and I was very happy with that. Uh, well, so yeah, man, we just we're, we're, for you guys. Oh, dude, it was it was it was wonderful. We really appreciate you uh, coming on and, and sharing the story with us. It was it, it's been a long time coming uh, because, like I told you when we talked, 
Um, I remember that you mentioned it. It had to have been a couple of years ago. Two and a half minutes. You said that you were saving the, saving the story for us, so I didn't want to wait too much longer, so I'm glad we were able to do that. But, yeah, man, we've been, we've been putting them out because when we started, we would drop a couple of episodes, take a few weeks off, drop another episode, take a couple of months off. <laughs> but we've been more consistent with it lately. And, you know, we just – we and our friends – our friends have been uh, really supportive and, and are still behind us. And we've been picking up some new people too. Some uh, some new ears have been reaching out to us. So we're still doing our thing. Also, uh, we still have plans of getting back into the music because that's pretty much where we started. You know, the Inhumans. We are the Inhumans because of what we were doing with the music. You know, that didn't just start with the podcast. Yeah, two minutes. We're, we're, get, we're get, getting back into that. Well, I'm glad to hear all that's going to you guys. And uh, no, I really enjoyed being on that episode and uh, telling that story. Uh, I, anybody that listens to that story, I swear to Christ, every bit of it is true. I'm not making it up uh, to try to sound cool or anything because uh, there's nothing that can make me cool. Um, but no, all that shit was real, and I really enjoyed being on there with you guys for it. So, and uh, I'm and the fact that you guys really appreciated it and really. Uh, Got into it because I was thinking to myself I'm going to tell this story and they're going to and it's going to be like that one that one meme going on right now. I mean I'll be telling it and be like I swear it's real and then you guys will be like this motherfucker spitting. <laughs> okay, I finally got reconnected. There you go. This uh, no, I, don't I, know, you were gone. I don't know what's happening with this. One minute. I figured you were done. I didn't know what was happening. I just, I just uh, filled the people in on what the Inhumans have been up to lately. <sighs> We've been doing a lot of bad stuff. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, yeah, I heard you get into it a little bit, and then immediately the connection dropped. I was like, oh, come on. Don't do this to me now. <laughs> 30 seconds. <laughs> Make your final tallies, everybody. But yeah, we've been super busy. We still want to get we still want to get Luke and Sam on the show too. I, I ten seconds. I'd, I'd love to make an appearance, and I'm sure Sam would as well. It's just a case of working out a time. Yeah, oh, scheduling yeah. is a bitch. You know, yeah, one thing that'd be fun is, and I, we got time. Uh, uh, people send uh, finalize your stuff. There we go. I've already got what I want to talk about when we're able to get her anyway. Hey, here's a question for Sam because I know she's listening in. Um, I've always heard the stories about parts of Mexico and Central America talking about the chupacabra. Was that a story? Like, did you grow up having to learn about that stuff? Because that right there, she has like experiences or like stories of, you know, thoughts like, okay, you know, like there's always those spooky things that the families tell you this or that, you know. Like I remember telling with you guys on the on the human experience in Alaska how there's the theories of the Kusha monster up there mm-hmm. in part Alaska. So I wonder, you know, so some people have weird experiences and they'll be for sure it was the Kushtaka. So that's why I wonder if maybe Sam ever had an experience and because she grew up with the She sure the did. Kibakabra. Yeah, I'm saying she, she just, sure did. She said I sure did. So I have so much paranormal stories. There you go. You're going to get yourself the goat eater of uh, of Mexico on the uh, uh, stories being heard. Not Sam's a goat eater. That's what they call the Chupacabra, the goat eater of Mexico. So. Well, Sam prefers boar. We all know that. Yeah. Okay, so here's what we got, everybody. 
This is the match. Um, first, so this is the match. We have two different bookings. And here's the fun deal. Neither of you are going to know who wrote what on this match. I like it. Hell yeah. Okay. Good. Let me, uh. I think it's better not knowing who what. Yeah. Okay, it's time to, uh, flip, flip something. I don't have a coin, so I'm gonna throw this bottle. Okay, it landed around. That's good. No holes in the wall. Perfect. Okay. So, I'm gonna start with this one. Choice one. The ring is covered. Barbed wire around the. We got 10 minutes left on Mixer. Fuck A. Uh, the ring is covered. Barbed wire around the rope. Light tubes are against the turnbuckles. The uh, the uh, the lot. New Jack start. I'm going to read these things out verbatim, but that's the deal, everybody. Uh, New Jack starts out going psycho on Gage, and after getting control, I rakes him along the barbed wire and opens Gage up. Reaches for the tubes and blindsides Jack and knocks him uh, knocks him down. Gage staples his head closed. They trade weapon shots for five minutes before Jack gets crotch drops on the barbed wire. Gage stabs uh, the head wound with a butter knife and gets the one, two, three. Uh, choice two. I like the butter knife. Uh, it's not sharp. Doesn't mean anything. Choice two. Uh, New Jack walks in the ring with... Um, hmm. New Jack walks in the ring with Envy and Folk and wait. Nick Gage comes to the ring and then Nick Gage attacks glass bo- with a glass bottle and now New Jack is bleeding back his head. New Jack takes it, takes his, um, I don't know. It says Envy out and hits uh, hits Nick Gage uh, with it. Now Nick Gage is bleeding, and they, and they uh, get out of the ring. That's what I got. Judges. Uh, so the second one, you how, is that how the match ends? Yeah, I guess. So I guess they they out of the ring. So I guess it's. Uh, and it probably ends in a draw, no contest, however you want to fucking call it. Oh, okay. I gotta go with match one. Get. Uh, Mike. Bye. Where the fuck's Mike? Mike, you're muted. Uh, fuck! Did Mike fall asleep on us? <laughs> Mike's mic is muted. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, while we figure out where this fucking motherfucker MIA went, uh, blades. Oh man, butter knife for the win, pure gangster. <laughs> okay, Mike, what the fuck? I'm messaging him right now. Hey, fucker. Spell with two K's because I'm an asshole. Uh, well, Mike took a shit on us, everybody. Um, well, I guess we'll have to nix him out. Uh, but since it was still two votes for match one, um, it, it, at least we got it like that. So that point is also going to is now going to Luke Birch for that. Mm. So Luke got that point. God damn, Luke standing tall. So, but we're down to almost out of time. So uh, Luke is nice enough for us to take up. Uh, the mantle and put this over onto their mixler. So if Luke, if you're able to go live on your mixler, run both. We can run this clock out while doing that. Um, I've got the I've got the Amalto recording, so we're not gonna have any problems uh, as far as a separate episode like that. But if you could just let me know when you're live, so we could do the last two matches. Here's a quick rundown, everybody. We are currently at after three matches out of five. 
We now have a score of Luke Birch with four points and Garrett Nelson with two points. So keep in mind that it's very close how this can be because there's a total of ten points, everybody. So there's still four points up in play. So this stuff can change at, at a moment's notice. So happens. Exactly. So I swear, I look forward to this every year. As long as I am able, I will be a judge. You never even have to ask me. And hold up. Three, two, one. Blast off. We are now live on TPs as well. Awesome. So we are now live. So we're going to run out the last five minutes in. 29, 28, 27, 26 seconds left. Um, Sam, are you going to tell everybody that your, and, your show and, has now switched over to TCP? Well, we're, and, we're going to, yeah. But everybody that's listening is still live on the on Mixer. We're going to stay here for the last five minutes and then jump over to the um, Speaking of Mixler, Sam, that's asked a pretty good question. I know I'm doing it. Fucking A. God damn it. Bitch wants a titty pick. I'll take a fucking titty pick. Oh, jeez, John, come on. She asked. It's her birthday. You can't say no. That too. <laughs> Sam, it's very you true. Skype. And for the record, if you try to claim that this is sexual harassment, you ask for payment. Motherfucker, I am giving you payment. Okay. What, what, what is it? What was the saying from Peter Dinklage from Game of Thrones? I always pay my debts. A Lannister always pays their debts. There you go. There you go. There you go. Me and all my hairiness. You're welcome. They did it. I did it. Fuck off. I'm glad I didn't request that. Oh, there you go, Sam. She's like, don't claim any Me Too shit. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Okay. Everybody listening, uh, if you guys are wanting to jump over to the Mixler for the TCP, that's perfectly fine. Uh, If you're listening in on the Mixler on TCP, welcome, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and gentlemen of all ages. Uh, I'm sounding like Rodog, WDMC of uh, of uh, Degeneration X, but I'm in Quint Manor. I'm Jonathan, Florida, and I am here with you to bring to you the WNC Fantasy Booking Tournament 2020, the third annual tournament to win the WNC Fantasy Cyber World Championship belt. We have none other than the host of the Continental Project and the def- reigning and defending undisputed WNC Cyber World Champion, Luke Birch, facing off against the men of Guyana himself, the Cooperative Republic, that is the face, the man that makes the face of the WNC, Gareth Nelson. Join along with me. The already legendary. There you go, already legendary. We've also got three legendary judges. Thank well, you. we have two confirmed judges and one who is fucking MIA right now. Uh... We have Michael Corbin, some way, somehow, some possibility. I don't know. The guy probably did get shot. He does live in Chicago, after all. Uh, and we got along with us the two great men of the Inhuman Experience podcast, Bobby Blades and Bobby Anthem, as the other two and more important judges of this show. Hey, hey. Are we men or are we aliens? Well, it is 2020, and you can identify with whatever you want. <laughs> I personally like to identify with like a basketball. That's why my. So right now. That's why I have a fat stomach. Right now, we are trans. 
Continental. <laughs> God damn, you are on point tonight. Damn straight. Bobby, will you French me like one of your paint girls? <laughs> <laughs> wow. How can I say no to that? <laughs> It's not the, like que- this, no. the question is not no, how can I say no to that. The question is how can I not say fast, uh, say yes fast enough. <laughs> oh damn! Even Johnny wants to get in on that action. I didn't know I was in high demand. Oh, you're certainly in I, high demand, but only when you're high. I, 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 I would ask you, but that would be a little weird. What you're trying to chum up to the judges now? That's a crime. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, oh, that is so cute. Somebody send a picture of a snake. I'm a snake. <laughs> oh, this guy is. This is so cute. This is so cute. A guy from from the. Uh, it's in my uh, one of my in my veterans group. We're down to the last minute on the mixer for us, everybody. But please tune into the Transcontinental Project on TCP. On the- <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, that's scary. Yes. I'm I'm truly frightened and disturbed. Yeah, and strangely aroused. Aroused by, aroused by Hillary. Aroused by Hillary holding your shirt. You are a gross man. I am at that. Uh, no, this guy took a. He's a soldier in the army, and he. He took pictures. It says, our first divorce appointment. And he got out of the car and he made a kissy face uh, picture. And his, his, his soon-to-be ex-wife is in the background like, what the fuck are you doing? He takes another picture with the divorce intake questionnaire and she's flipping him off. I so hope to God she got busted for cheating. Because why else would she be this mad while he's so happy about getting divorced? Maybe she's crazy. Dude, I, so many fucking girls... So many guys like when I was in the army that their wives would fucking cheat on them. God damn. Yeah. What, cheat on them while they were overseas or cheat oh, that on them too. while they were still oh. around? Oh, dude. I'll, oh, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll be, a lot of that. Before we do the next match, I'll give you one quick example. My buddy Lorenz, um, this sucked that this happened to him. He deployed to Afghanistan. He had a nice, he had a nice BMW car, a nice white BMW car. I was stationed in Alaska at the time. One of the cool things he did was he took, um, he put a piece of tape right in the middle of the of the headlight. He took the headlights out, put a piece of tape right in the middle, and then spray painted the rest of it with a nice black paint job. And so now it was just thin lines for the lights. It was still road safe and everything, but it had a classy look to it and uh, go and good from there. So he leaves his car, obviously, when he deploys, and his wife's got it. Now, we do know that her brother comes up. This is legit. This is her actual brother. Comes up. And uh, helps out for some time at first because, you know, she's moving some of the stuff back home for the year that he's going to be deployed. Okay, that happens all the time. That's fine. Um, and I see a guy driving his car one time, and I'm like, what the fuck? But then I find out, no, it's his brother. Okay, that part's fine. Well, go figure. If somebody did not have to double down, this bitch got, was cheating on him while he was deployed a lot. And the way we all truly found out was one of the guys she got with found out that she was married to a soldier and he messaged one of the guys in the unit who was friends with Lorenz and said, uh, dude, um, I don't want any trouble, any problems. I did not know a girl I've been seeing for a while. Uh, I've been getting with her, and she's married, and she's married to a guy in your unit. And I know this because, or at least a, 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 a buddy of yours, I should say. And he goes, 
okay, dude, before I even go up to him and say this stuff, I need proof. How, how can you prove that this is actually his wife? He sends a fucking picture. She took a full-body nude mirror shot of herself in the bathroom and sent it to him. For the record, she looked great. Uh, and I'll, oh. I'll explain how I know this. Um, no, I didn't do anything. Uh, because you were the guy. I was Watch not the guy. It. No. But she, so, um, he sends that, and it's like, holy shit, that's her. So, now he's finding out while deployed. Well, here's one of the things that we used to do in the military. We don't do it anymore because it's deemed mean or potentially a crime. Call it some kind of, like, revenge one. But here's what we do. It, it's called making the bitch famous. So, what happened? How do, how, do we make her, how do we make her famous? What do we do? Uh, that photo was taken, and it was passed around to everybody. So now everybody got to see her when she was naked like that. Because if you could do Is that, it on the internet? Uh, no, it was uh, maybe through Facebook Messenger. It was just we Facebook messaged uh, each other. Excuse me. And we passed it around to as many people as possible. It was, do you still have it? Uh, I, 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 <laughs> no, but I don't have that phone do anymore. Do you see where this is going? Yeah, I don't, I don't have that phone anymore. So, no, but I can still remember the image in my head. And uh, I'm sure you can. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> what about the, what about the rest of us? Yeah, what about the rest of us? I'll make it up to you guys. I'll send you a good porno that I know. Uh, I'll let you. I'll send you the link. Ah, that's okay. Go on Pornhub. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll just make my own. <laughs> I'll just I'll just make my own porn. He'll These make guys. his own mind porn. <laughs> but. No, yeah, and it's like supposedly she got embarrassed and humiliated by that. But hey, you were stepping out on your husband while he was deployed with other guys. What do you expect? There's actually a saying. There's um, it's not used as much anymore, but there's a, there's a name for some of them like that. It's called broomstick wives. And what that means is, if you go on a base, and MPs, we we learn this pretty easily. Um, you go on base and you're driving around, and it's at nighttime or getting dark. Um, you'll see a f the the porch light on. And there's a broomstick right out the front door. What that means is my husband is out, whether he's deployed or he's gone for training, and I'm looking for fun. Broomstick wife. I'll be there. Yep. So I know this is taken away from what people were expecting for tonight's show, but a little story time. But I digress. We are now moving. Uh... <laughs> I like this. Some, uh, one, I'm sorry, guy, buddy of mine shared this on Facebook. It says, no one was more horny than these, these three guys growing up. And it, sh it shows a picture of Brock from Pokemon, uh, Master Roshi, and Johnny Bravo. That's fair. That's fair. That's very fair. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Bravo from the Joe Rogan show? No, no, no. Johnny Bravo, the cartoon. Oh, that's Eddie Bravo. Never mind. Yeah. That's Eddie Bravo. Bravo yeah. yeah. What, do you think all Bravos look the same? Fucking Bravoist. What a fucking bravest. Uh, we're now moving on to match four, everybody. And um, we're going to have a little bit of fun with this one. Uh, we're going to do the same thing how it goes. You guys are going to write out the matches, okay? So we're going to give more time now that we don't have the time constraint, I guess. Uh, and by the way, thank you for the compliments on my picture, Sam. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, and don't tell us who wrote what. Exactly. No, they're not going to know who wrote what. Um, this is what is called... And once I remember Eric Bischoff calling this match that, I've it's always been stuck in my head, and I like this concept. This is a strange bedfellows match. And here's what a strange bedfellows match is, if you guys don't remember. A strange bedfellow match is a tag team match 
where the partners and the opponents were never tag team partners. Now keep in mind, it is quite possible these guys tagged together once or twice over time in history. That's okay. But I'm not but that means that Randy Orton and Edge cannot be in this match together. Edge and Christian cannot be in this match together. Christian and Tyson Campo can't be in this match together. Christian and Rhino cannot be in this match together because they were... Remember, people forget... Remember, Team Wreck, Rhino, Edge, Christian, Kurt. They were like a small semi-faction. So you can't do those guys. But if you guys remember how that Strange Bedfellow match went, for example, and I'm going to make the example to give you guys the idea, but you cannot use these guys in a match. It was Bubba Ray Dudley and Garrison Cade versus... Uh, Christian and oh my fucking god, who was the other guy? Someone else. I forgot who was Christian's partner. But that was how this, the the strange bedfellows match went. So you guys are going to be setting up four wrestlers each. You're going to set up a tag team match, blank versus blank. These guys can never have been lo- uh, tag team partners together. And <sighs> nice. And with that, we will have a minute on the clock. Again, if these guys tagged once or twice in their time, that that that, that that's okay. I don't, I, that's Just okay. as long as they were not an official tag team, right? And before you say, "Well, these guys they were never tag team champions," I don't care. That that that, that, that they're still tag team partners. So, no Booker T and Goldust, no Bradshaw and Farouk. And if they were ever part of a faction together, same thing. That 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 counts as well. So you can't use that. So no JBL and Orlando Jordan. I know I know all of the all of the rules seem restricting, but this is something that you can have a lot of fun putting together. Oh yeah. And keep in mind, there's no time or date constraint, everybody. So it's not like, oh, uh, I can't do these guys. Uh, no, you can you can do whoever you want. Okay. Okay. Now keep in mind, dude. You know, it, it, wow. Okay. You, no, it, it's it's not a blindfold match, dude. So you got to send both uh, all four wrestlers each. So I like the theme you got going on. So if that's going to be a team, then you could do that and continue the theme going on. I like this, but I need all four wrestlers. So it's blank versus uh, blank and blank versus blank and blank. So there's a theme going on. I do like we this. still do we still not have Mike? Mike Miguel, I'm here. Where the fuck have you been? Sleeping apparently. Uh, clearly, Jesus Christ, dude. Okay, were you having wet dreams about me? I bet you were having wet dreams about me. No, I was actually planning on how to rule the world, and you ruined everything. God well, damn it, Johnny! Well, you ruined everything. Well, the first thing you got to do if you're going to rule the world, you got to get a gun. And you live in Chicago, so you know you can find a gun. It's a lot of competition in Chicago, though. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you guys ready? Uh, contestants, I want you to start booking out these matches. And we're going to give you guys six minutes uh, once the judges make their vote. So keep booking right now. You can keep booking right now, okay? Uh, but judges, are you ready for this, these matches? I am ready. Mike, are you, a ready for, are you alive for this match? 
I'm alive. Okay. 25 is alive. Good. So since 25 is alive and you're 30, um, I'm going to point that out. Johnny. Yes. Johnny 5. Johnny 5. Johnny 5. Johnny. Short yep. There was, there was Hawaii 5 0, now it's Johnny 5 0. Um, but Mike, since you were asleep, um, this is a strange bedfellows match. The, the, the premise of this match is it's a tag team match. These guys would never tag team partners together, okay? All right. Okay. The first match, Freddie Blassie, classy Freddie Blassie, and Hornswoggle <laughs> versus... I'm pretty sure they were never a team. <laughs> it could have been his grandfather, though. Uh, versus Eddie Guerrero and Abyss. Mm. I like that. The second match, there's a certain theme going on with this one. Vince McMahon... And Ted Turner <laughs> versus Jim Cornette and Vince Russo. <laughs> my goodness. Okay, that's my pick. No, I'm sorry, that's my pick right there. Yeah, I thought uh, I was going to go. Turner and Russo Cornette has the all all the makings of a guy. Oh, of a shit show of epic proportions that you cannot miss. That would be a beautiful train wreck. It would be. Agreed. I'm I'm going with that as well. Hell, hell, hell even on this one, I'd vote against myself. <laughs> yeah, that, that point goes to Garrett Nelson, everybody. <laughs> no, that couldn't be denied, man. There's no other way to go on that one. <laughs> that, was, that was perfect. When he started right now, I looked at him, I'm like, okay, I think I see a, a, a bit of a theme going on. And then he lists out the other one. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. Like, and I had to contain myself. I'm like, okay, keep calm. <laughs> you know you get points when your competitor votes for you. <laughs> you know? it's, like the, it's like the joke I saw in a British comedy show. When, you, when a woman's so hot, even the gay guy goes, I'm getting a semi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, congratulations, Luke. You, uh, congratulations, Gareth. You got the first on this, and um, uh, so now we're going to the six minutes of time to write out the matches. Yeah, sell the hell out of that match, man. I gotta hear this layout. <laughs> Motherfucker, you're doing it all wrong. Uh, this is going to be a fun time. <laughs> Sam, actually, because of that whole story I told about with the, the broomstick, Sam wrote down in the chat, if you see a mop outside of my house, that means come fuck a mop. <laughs> or come fucking mop, because I seriously hate mopping. <laughs> hey, you know who will come over your house? Perry Saturn. Moppy! True. <laughs> Uh, uh, hey, uh, no, I'll wait for it later on. But uh, this is a fun time. Let's see. So I'm trying to think if there's any other big news items going around. Uh, let me see if there's any update on Nevada. Let's see what those plebeians are just trying to win some silver because they don't not wanted to go for the gold like <laughs> these people. Let's see how they're doing. Uh, Can't tear yourself away from that, can you? Uh, I like these results. 
I just hate that there's only one state. Dude, fucking, fucking Tuesday, I'm working Tuesday. I would be at a fucking party watching on four computers, finding out about every goddamn state. There's fucking 15 states on Tuesday. Not, not this. No, no, I'm off Super Tuesday. That's right. Dude, I'm going to have so much fucking fun Super Tuesday. There's 15 fucking states, including American Samoa. So, but um, four minutes left, guys. Uh, currently, with 27% reporting, Bernie Sanders is in the lead at 47.2%. In second place is Joseph Biden with 22.8%. Following in third place is a Pete Buttigieg with a 13.9%. And finally, Elizabeth Warren with 9.1%. We can go on further to Tom Steyer, Amy Klobuchar, Mel Bennett, Tulsi Gabbard, Andrew Yang, and Deval Patrick in that order, but on a bother, because they clearly don't fucking matter. Pete's middle name also starts with a P. What? Big Gig's middle name also starts with a P. So if you were to, if you were to be president, we'd have him. We'd have President Mayor P. P. Butt. Wow. I love the fact it's Buttigieg and you said Buttigieg. Whatever the fuck his name is. Buttigieg. I'm just going to call him PP Butt from now on. Three minutes. I know, I, I'm, I'm 12. I'm sorry. Clearly. Do not apologize. Do not apologize. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will not apologize. As a matter of fact, I take that apology back. You should have written the new Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Would have been better. I haven't seen that yet. Don't ruin that for me. I won't. Oh, they no, it's it's it's, it's, it's already ruined though. <laughs> yeah, it's already ruined because they're basically saying it's a reboot of the original and they're using the same guys again. I I don't fucking get it. How do you well, remake a uh, movie in the exact same fashion? I think as the it's original? about. I think well, in that, you, you know, know what though. Reboot refers to the fact that the. Jay and Silent Bob, Blunt Man and the, the Blunt movie. Man and Chronic movies being rebooted. Yeah, I don't have a the problem with the, the movie. way he approached the whole reboot thing. That was kind of that was very cleverly done. But that's all the good that I'll give that movie. He, he let me down. I'm disappointed. I, I love the viewers universe. I'd rather live there than the real world. Uh, but it was just a disappointment. Now, why not just make an actual Blunt Man and Chronic <clears throat> full fledged film? That would work. I'd watch this shit up. <laughs> it would have worked better in the 90s, though. Yeah. But, you know what, it would be uh, it would be kind of a novelty-type film. So, I think it could still work. Uh, I think it could work. I'd watch it. I don't know. I think the audience would come out. I think I think the original viewers few fans would come out. Oh, definitely. I'm... I mean, I don't know what the chatter on the internet is with the new Jay and Silent Bob film, but I'm sure it can't be all that great. Yeah, the chatter in my house was, fuck this movie. That's my <laughs> third F-bomb tonight. I'm keeping track because I'm trying to cut back. That's right. We, we're cutting back to make those big bucks. Yeah, make that Disney money. Yeah, that big, that podcasting blood money in Saudi Arabia. Trying to be Oprah rich. <laughs> One minute. Have I mentioned that um, Deep Dish is superior 
thought I'd throw that out there. Have I mentioned you clearly have No, you promised. haven't, but we're glad you did. Bertucci's Deep Dish, the best freaking pizza on I'll the planet. I'll say this. Deep Dish is amazing as a casserole. As Whatever. A, Call it a what pizza you want. And it's not a casserole. It's a goddamn pizza. It's a fucking tomato soup in a bread bowl. No, it's actually Johnny, really good. Put, just because we have thick stuffed pizza does not make it soup. You like it's it. It's like saying because New York cuts their fucking pizza down to the, like, Twenty seconds. to gigantic fucking triangles that resemble cardboard <laughs> and taste like cardboard <laughs> with the exception of Sparrow's Pizza. Which is possibly the best fast food pizza ever, except Pizza Hut. And it was just like, you know, oh, that's not real pizza. Why? Because it tastes like cardboard. It's pizza. It's a different way of making pizza. It doesn't taste very good, but it's still pizza. It's the world <laughs> standard. Follow the format. That's my saying. We do follow the format. Well, you act like that's the only kind of pizza in Chicago. Uh, no, it's we not. We have regular thin crust. It's not the, the proper pizza. That's the format. Look, your Chicago stuff is regular, fine we, as an alternative, but it's not the real deal. Regular. Also have regular <laughs> pizza. That is a different style <laughs> of fucking pizza. I don't look, look you ever eaten Sicilian pizza? Look what this has devolved into. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Johnny, American pizza pales in comparison to, the, to pizza in Italy. They would laugh at us. They laugh at what we call pizza. You know what? I can agree with you on that. But, you, but you know thing. which one is is basically the same as the Italian standard? The way that we make it. They would no look one at your, cares. They would look at your, way of look, making things. They would look at your pizza and go, why is there no roof on, on the souffle? That's what it is. And, and then they would taste it and say, holy shit, we've been wrong. We've been so yeah, wrong. Yeah, you you tried taking somebody from Italy who eats a Chicago-style bread bowl, and you tried telling me that they're going to say, oh, we were wrong this whole time. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. You've clearly never had deep dish pizza. I have had deep dish pizza. It's delicious, but it's not pizza. It is. It's it a, is pizza. It's an above ground mountain. I'm not going to look. Swimming pool for rats. Fucking, this is this is not. This is way too late and way too. This is not the wrong. This is not the right time to argue with it's you. It's always the okay? right time when it comes to defending the proper form. No one ain't because I'm because I am still feeling some after effects of Benadryl. I am about to pass out as I'm. I'm fighting the urge to pass out, but you're making it real easy whenever you start to delve into your bullshit. To just you know what, take me now, Benadryl. Take me to dreamland. Yep. I need the results in, dudes. So, hey, I've, I've, if you I've truly care about nine. your pizza, if you truly cared about your pizza, you would have the energy to continue defending it, even on Benadryl. I'm just saying. Unfortunately, I do not. And Benadryl is very strong, particularly the stuff that gives you inside hospitals. I care about all pizza. Else I just want to see blood. <laughs> Me and Mike, me and Mike are arguing over here. You know, all pizzas. What matters? Mike's like, all pizzas. What matters? And then you got Bobby on the side. All pizzas matter. I didn't forget about you, Bobby. I'm going to send you those pizzas from Giordano's once, one way or another. Find a way. No pressure. I appreciate the gesture. I appreciate the thought, man. You don't owe me anything. I'm going to give it to you. No, you, you, you don't think I will, but I'm giving it to you. And you're gonna I'm like very it. hungry. Now. I don't know. You guys have oh, made me hungry once more. I know, right? I'm gonna, 
I got well, a, that's kind of good. I got Hungry Harry's right across the street. I'm gonna as soon as we get off here, I'm gonna call them. I should call them up right now and be like, "Yeah, make me a personal pan." You know what? I'm gonna do that. Fuck it. <clears throat> yeah. I'll support that <sighs> idea. Yeah. Let's see. What's up with this match? I, I know want blood. Gareth, I need uh, I need the results in, dude. Yeah, my battery is on its last leg here. Stick the charger in. I can't. It's an iPhone. <laughs> Piece of shit. Uh, yeah, I got, got an iPhone. I can charge my fucking phone while I do shit. Not an iPhone 10, man. The charging port is the headphone port. You can take, so the, make you can take the headphones out. Uh, no, I can't. Why not? <laughs> Because if I have to put it on speakerphone, then that's not going to work. Mm. Bummer. What the fuck does work with the iPhone 10? Uh, garbage, that's what. It's just not cool. Not cool at all. Not cool, dude. Dude. <laughs> it's a good phone. It's a good, it's a good device. It's just, uh, they're saying that they did very, very wrong. Yeah, and, and they keep doing it wrong with each iteration of it. I will not move beyond the iPhone 6. That's what I have. I will not move beyond that because I need everything that it has. I know that I'm giving up things that the newer ones have, but I'm going to hold on to this until it just doesn't work at all anymore. I should have done that. I might have to go Android when uh, when this one is when this one's all done. <laughs> Samsung. What are they a bad company? Who iPhone? Samsung. Or Apple? Oh, Samsung's no, Samsung great. is good. Uh, yeah, they, got, I, they, they make, make good phones. stuff. The only thing I've I've been using Samsung since 2010. The Galaxy phones. The only phone I've ever had that's a piece of shit was the J7 perks. I'm never going to the J7 series again. What about the Samsung that, I think it was last year, that it battery exploded or something? Oh, <laughs> yeah, they were blowing the hell up. <laughs> yeah. That was like a year or two ago. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was some crazy shit. What's up with this match? I need blood. I know. Go. I know, Gareth. I need the results, dude, now. I, I'm sorry, dude, but we got we to gotta move this forward. Here we go, finally. Okay. So let's go into the matches. First off, it's a Eddie Guerrero and Abyss versus Freddy Blassie and Hornswoggle. So, Abyss and Hornswoggle start off. No shit, Abyss kicks the shit out of Hornswoggle. Abyss refuses <laughs> to finish him. Hornswoggle cockshots him and attempts to tag in Blassie. <laughs> but Eddie leaps over and stops him. As the ref tries to push Eddie out of the ring, Hornswoggle tags in Blassie, who comes in and starts laying into Abyss. The ref turns around and sees Blassie in the ring and pushes him out. As the ref turns around, Abyss tags in Eddie. Eddie hits the frog splash and knocks Freddy off the apron, who lands awkwardly and falls. Ouch. Eddie hits Blassie with a frog splash to the outside before climbing the top rope and hitting Hornswoggle one last time. One, two, three, when is Eddie in Abyss? Now we turn. Now we got. Um, he uses a lot of initials, so I'm gonna make. I'm gonna read a little slower. It makes sense using the initials, but I'm gonna read a little slower. 
Jim Cornette yells at Russo during the as they walk to the ring. No surprise. Jim gets in the ring and Vince Russo is behind Michael Cole and uh, is behind Michael Cole and here comes <laughs> okay so tight I get it now and here comes Vince McMahon and Ted Turner to the ring. Vince McMahon ran to Russo and Ted walks to the ring to fight Jim Cornette. McMahon picks up picks a steel chair and uh, Mc, let's see Jim and Ted Turner fight in the ring and Vince Russo jumps over McMahon to hit McMahon with light tubes and. Vince Russo hits with the light tube, and now Vince McMahon is bleeding, and Vince Russo is now happy, and Ted Turner hits the trash can to Jim Cornette ten times. Ted Turner pins Jim Cornette one, two, three. When is Ted Turner and Vince McMahon? (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Both matches were pretty well laid out. Um, Was there... Uh, let me see. Excuse me. See, everybody's barping. Shut up, CJ. Let me see. I think I might have to... Okay, so this this wasn't like a hardcore match or anything. It looked right? like a turn one. I mean, yeah. I mean, shit. Hey, the one of them you got the boss in charge. So I mean, clearly he could change the rules. I guess I don't. I don't fucking know. Shit, you got all the bosses in charge. <laughs> <laughs> the bookers, the writers. Hmm. Man, both of those were laid out nicely. Uh, I think there were there were a couple of spots. There were a couple of spots in the. Uh, there were a couple of spots in Luke's match. That I think stood out a little bit more to me, so I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to go in that direction. Okay. Was that uh, Eddie? Yeah, Eddie Abyss, Blassie, Hornswoggle. Yeah, Hornswoggle. Yeah. Uh, Mike. I'm going with uh, Eddie and Horn. Eddie and uh, no, not it. Uh, Eddie Abyss, Hornswoggle, Blassie. But then that was uh, Vincent uh, Turner not involved in this? It was Vince McMahon and Ted Turner versus Jim Cornette and Vince Russo. Yeah, I think I would... I'd... Wait, that one hasn't happened yet or no? No, he, we already laid out both matches. Did you fall asleep again? No, I'm just making sure. <laughs> I got discombobulated. I'm gonna. I'm still voting for Vince for, for uh, Russo and Cornette and... Uh, McMahon and Turner. Okay. Bobby Blades. Yes. All right. I'm still thinking about this one. But yeah, they were both laid out, actually. Yeah, they were. I don't know. I didn't think I would like the first match that much, but it turns out that I did. So I think I'm going to go with that one. What, Eddie and Abyss? Yeah. Okay then, you sure? Final answer. Got me right off. That's my final answer. Yes. Okay. Well, with that, you got me right off the bat with the Biff and, and Orso. <laughs> so with that, we. I, na- I had no other choice. <laughs> He's like my match. His match was better than me. What do I do? Uh, have the monster kick the midget? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty okay. Much. <laughs> okay. So with that now. 
We uh, that is one point for Luke and Gareth. Got the previous point. We now come to the final match, and here's what I'm going to do. Final Mike, Jeopardy. Mike. What? I want you to pick. A, Bit aggressive, Mike. Yeah, I want you, Mike, to pick a random championship. And it's got to be on the pros. No indies, please. I know you want to go with AAW. That's cool, but let's go for the pros. Keep it simple. In all of time, you can pick anything. All right, let's go with... Watch, he's going to say the NWA West Texas Brass Knuckles Light Heavyweight Championship. (laughs) The NWA Brass Knuckles West... I'm kidding. (laughs) You know what? Let's go with... How about we go with a, uh, hmm, the World Wrestling Federation Championship. Oh. Circa, let's say, the late 90s. Uh, so what are you saying, like 97, 99? So, 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 Roughly. So, okay. they, so they have to be competitors from that era. Well, that wasn't the plan, but uh, that's what we're going to go with. Since he said not that, not really. But they could. They had to have been. They had to at least have been active in wrestling yeah. at the time. So we now got that. They don't have. Uh, to, they don't have to be specifically from that time. But if they were active during that time, yeah. then they qualify. Okay, uh, Bobby Blades, pick a stipulation for this match. Oh, stipulation. <laughs> Last man standing. Okay. Um, Bobby Anthem, I want you to pick a criteria for these wrestlers. Mm. I mean, Mike's kind of already set the standard. Okay, they got to have been wrestling from right. seven to ninety-nine, but let's add on. A little right, comment. I know what I, I know what I want to say. I know what I want to say, but it's pretty limiting. Let me guess. Female wrestlers that have won male titles? We know it's going to be China. It's fucking China. <laughs> China <laughs> they don't have to China. be just from 97, 99. They just had to have wrestled during that oh, okay, time period. Oh, good point. A good point. Okay. So as long Let's as they were active heavy. during that period, they qualify. Super heavyweight. Super heavyweight. So what's the minimum weight requirement for a heavyweight in your book? Because uh, I can look up boxing standards. Well, this ain't boxing, sir. This is pro wrestling. And super right. heavies are like 400 pounds and up. There's like four guys. <laughs> oh, there's more than that. Come on. <laughs> Let's see. Well, Vader would be one. I don't know if Stan Hansen would count as another. Right, exactly. Let's say 350 and up if that'll make it easier. Okay, 350 and up, everybody. These guys need to pick. And let's add one extra caveat. It's a triple threat. So you got to pick three wrestlers. It is a triple threat, last man standing match, 350 pounds up for the World Wrestling Federation Championship. These guys had to have wrestled at some point during 1997 to 1999. They could have wrestled way before, way after, as long as they wrestled at some point from 97 to 99. Uh, had, t- how are we going to do a triple threat, last man standing that doesn't really make sense. 
Okay, you got last man standing. First two people to be out for a ten count, they're dead. Okay. If you want, let's let's, let's, think of a let's, let's, let's 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 base this in Chicago. Okay, you shoot them. Uh, <laughs> last man standing. Or we could, or you could just make it a three-way dance, make it easier. No, let, let's go, last man standing. Yeah, so we got triple threat, last man standing WWF title match. The wrestlers had to have wrestled in '97 to '99 at some point. Um, let me look at this. Okay, um, quick thing for you guys, uh, because we're thinking of the super heavyweight, because I know you guys are going to be thinking about him. Uh, Andre the Giant retired in 92, so you guys can't use him. Let me let me think of who else. I mean, some obvious guys. Um, Andre the Giant also died, like, a couple of years later, anyway, so. Yeah, he died in 93. A couple of years earlier. Yeah. yeah, he died in 93, so he definitely didn't wrestle in the late 90s, so. I'm thinking to myself, super heavyweights. I mean, the first guy everyone's going to think of is Andre. So I'm like, let's look at him up just to make sure. Well, I'll just start throwing names out there. If that's okay with anybody. Or maybe not. No, yeah, that's not. Okie doke. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. No, use Google machines then, folks. Google super heavyweights in wrestling. That's what you have to do if you can't come up with that much. shit. Just missed the weight thing. Well, how about, I mean, chances are most of the big guys, like, they, their weight has fluctuated a lot. So right. at some point, they may have been over 350. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Blades. Mike, that's you. Mike. Sorry. No, you're not. Yeah, don't, don't blame me for that. That wasn't uh, me. Well, if anybody wants a hint, I named two of them earlier tonight on a passing comment. Fuck, this 350 is going to be a hard requirement for them, I can only imagine. Yeah. I'm thinking of a ton of them right now. No pun intended. I'm really <laughs> thinking of a bunch. I really didn't. But... <laughs> All the ones I'm looking up are coming in between 300 and 350. You got your... You got your... Yeah, don't give any ideas. We want the surprise. And of course there's... Oh, I get it now. He's going to mute himself every time he says a name. I didn't. I just would go... Well, you got your... I, I can see it. I can rattle off a bunch of them, bro. That's about the best I'm going to be able to do. I swear to God, if one of you picks Haystacks Calhoun. <laughs> hey, they, they referenced him. Uh, um, they referenced him in uh, F, F is for Family. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Let me do this. Uh... I swear, the more Bill Burke clips I listen to just from his podcast, it just seems like he hates everything now. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to send you guys both the uh, a list I just found that was of the top 50 heaviest wrestlers. And here's the reason why. Both of you guys named 
of the three wrestlers you named, two of them you guys named the same. And <laughs> I'm not, I, 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 I can't really imagine who them two are. Yeah, so um, I, I'm going to message you guys to keep the name that you guys didn't share. Um, and then you, I'm sending the list right now. Uh, of the li- of this list, so you can go, f- you can reference it. Okay. And okay, Luke, I just sent you the link. And Gareth, I'll do this. See, this is a very slim, uh, pun intended, uh, list. So I can understand why it's a little tough. Um, so just use the link I just sent you guys. Keep I just messaged both of you guys to keep the one guy that you guys didn't match. Um, and then work off this list and pick off two others. Um, you, you, you say we're allowed to have people who weren't a deputy at the time, but were still in the industry. Uh, they had in... they had to wrestled at some point in '97 or '99. So let's say they retired at the beginning it... of '97. That's fine. If they started so... at the end of '99, they're fine. So, so 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 even if they literally had one or two matches in the independent yeah. scene, that's fine. Yep. As long as they wrestle in 97-99. So. That gives me one. Well, you already had one, but yeah. It, it, it gives me a second one. Oh. Show off. So that gives you two. Math is good. Let's see. I've just my other two through. Okay. Okay. Okay, man. I got it. Uh, start writing out your match while you got the time, Luke. Garrett, send in your answer and then start writing out the match. So. <clears throat> God, I, I've had to keep popping my ears like 20 times a day now. I fucking hate it. And... No. Garrett, yeah, no, dude, those are the two names I listed. You can't use those guys again. Um, let's see. Let's see. 
Let me let me double check on that. Um, yeah, he's good. Oh shit! Yeah, he's good. <laughs> Do we still have all our judges? Yes. Yep. Well, that says it. Uh, Blades. Present and accounted for. All right. <laughs> and this is our final match of the night, right? This is the final match. This is match number five. Uh. Okay. Uh, how do I do this? Um. Both of you guys are going to have to change one more name. Uh, Garrett, the name you just added. Luke, your first one. The one I told you to keep before. Both of you guys have now done the same name. <laughs> so you have to... So, so, so the one I originally... The one I told you to keep, you got to replace him now. Cause Yay! Both, yeah, so... Both, both, uh, yeah. So, you can, how's that fair? I'm the one that came up with him first. Because the the rule is when both you guys pick the same name, it's got to be replaced. And since neither of you guys know who each other's are, that's what I gotta play. I gotta work it as you know. Both of you guys gotta go into these matches without knowing each other's matches as well. So even you guys. So just pick one more name. There we go. And as always, I'm the one who made this difficult. <laughs> yes, thank you so much, Bobby. Really You're appreciate love it. You. Lo- love you too, Luke. And, yeah, I need one more from you, Luke. Um, I'm, I'm just checking to see if this guy worked in 99. I believe he did. Wikipedia is your best friend at times like this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he did. Did you spell that name right? No, I sent an extra correction through afterwards. Okay, thank God. Oh, wait a minute, who? Okay. <laughs> um, okay, everybody. Um, we're down to the final match now. So it's time to uh, do what we got to do, which is flip something. I ain't got nothing to catch too much, but I got this bell. Ding, 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 okay, ding, ding. good. It landed right side up. Perfect. Okay, so that means nothing. Um, <laughs> I'm going to now lay out the match, and I've got less than a half hour until Hungry Howie's closes, so I can't order the food now.
They're going to be closed by the time we even get off the air, probably. Um, that's okay. I got the Walmart right across the street. Um, it's time now for the for the final match. This is a triple threat. Both of you guys start writing out your matches because you're going to need the time. Um, this is a triple threat. S- super heavyweight. Last man standing match for the World Wrestling Federation Championship. The wrestlers must have wrestled at some point between 1997 and 1999. Choice A. Judges, are you ready? I am ready. Yes. I'm ready. For this, J.L.E. Um, the first match is Yokozuna versus Rikishi. Sure. Versus King Kong Bundy. Nice. Very nice. The second match. The second match. The one man gang. Versus Viscera. (laughs) Versus Big Daddy V Viscera. Versus Bam Bam Bigelow. Oh, Bam Bam. Oh, surprised nobody threw in a Vader. Oh, trust (laughs) me, he was. Both of them picked Vader. Both of them picked Mark Henry. Both of them picked Big (laughs) Show. And oh, of course they did. Of course they did. And you had them throw uh, that out. <laughs> uh, that's the rule. I, if I, I can't make just one of them throw it out. Both of them throw it out. Because neither of them know. Unless they're colluding with each other. Russian collusion, anybody? Unless they're colluding with each other and telling each other what they got, neither of them know who each other got. So I must play fair and negate from both of them. I hate the rules sometimes. So, uh, this is a little bit of a tough one for me because I, man, I mean, I, there's never been a time where I didn't enjoy seeing Bam Bam. And seeing Bam Bam and One Man Gang in, in a match would be just, like, that's something I would like to see. But seeing Yokozuna and Rikishi in the same match, I would give all of my money fast. So I have to go with that one. Okay. Uh, Bobby Blades. Yep, I'm here. Took me a minute to uh, get to the mic. <sighs> Damn. Once again, Yokozuna versus Rikishi versus King Kong Bundy. Viscera versus the One Man Gang versus Bam Bam Bigelow. Damn it, why'd they have to be on separate? <laughs> He's like, why can't we just make this a six man? Yeah, a six man, um, the ring six man, six man dance. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm with, uh, the one Bam Bam Bigelow's in because I've always wanted to see him in a, a type of match like that. Okay, then. Mike, you're up. I, too, will go with the Bam Bam Bigelow match. All right, then. Even though Bam Bam and, B- and One Man Gang have faced off before, I don't think they've ever faced off in a last man standing match, let alone a three-way last man standing yeah, match. Three, so, yeah. Yeah. so that alone, I'm well, picking Bam Bam Bigelow. Awesome. Well, with that, match. here's the thing I just started thinking that I'm going to do. I'm not going to announce who got that. Right. We're going to wait okay. now, and these guys are now going to book the match, and they're going to send it to me, and I'm going to lay out what they said, and the judges are going to then hear the answer. Hell yeah. That's how to do it. So, competitors, book your chairs! 
Six minutes on the clock. Who's in the lead right now? Uh, I'm not saying nothing. Fuck off. Some of us would like. Some of us would like to go to sleep, Johnny. Mike, it's one more match. What time do you have to be up by tomorrow? I don't got to be up for a certain time. I just don't want to fucking fall asleep on the air again. Oh, I've done that a million times. Yeah. How, how many times have I done it? You guys carried on a super party a couple of weeks ago because I did that. <laughs> Bobby Anthem is the professional fall asleeper. Mm-hmm. He saw Kevin Castle was trying to come up for that. it. Kevin Castle was trying to go for that, and he's like, I'm going to protect my title. <laughs> he's like, let, let me fall asleep on a couple more shows and turn my mic on so you can hear me snore. I'm in the best. I'm in the best. Sleeping on air shake of my life. <laughs> <laughs> You're in your prime. I'm on top of the mountain. Here's a throwback for you. Here's the world. <laughs> Four and a half minutes. Everybody like my banana? <laughs> no. He's called Banana Molly. Johnny, stop flapping your banana to people. I can't help it. He's a he's an awesome Rasta Banarian. Okay, we got four minutes left. And I'm still fantasizing about a nice, hot, steamy, easy, delicious deep dish pizza. Oh, come on, bro. It's 11.30. I don't want to eat now. I got to go to bed. Well, I got to eat because I I live by night, so I got to have my lunch. But the pizza joint's going to be closed now. It closes in 12, 21. Isn't there an all-night pizza place there? No. Not down here. Oh, that sucks. I mean, there maybe is, and I have to, buy, I have to probably try to find it and drive to it. Google it. Man, you're going to make me Google now. I'm going to just take it up a notch and find a fucking Chinese place that's open. Chinese places are usually open 24 hours anyway. <laughs> no, not near me. Not around here. Oh, shit. Hell no. Not around not here around either. Here. <laughs> no sorry. Not yep, here see, either. These ones uh okay, all the Chinese restaurants near me have closed. Closed, 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 closed. I'm getting dis- I'm getting sad now. Closed, closed. They don't even they're not even open on Monday by me either. So I'm like if you want food Chinese food on a Monday, you're fucked. You want food now? We closed. <laughs> yeah, they don't do that around here either. No Mondays. Motherfucker, I'm looking at fucking Chinese restaurants three towns over, they're closed. I'm convinced it's because they're big fans of Garfield. <laughs> That's just gotta be it. And they hate Mondays. Know, where's your we got a case of the Mondays. Come back on Tuesday. That's the only thing that makes sense. Exactly. It really I mean, is. This Steak and Shake, they're open 24-7. They're like two and a half blocks from me. You got a white You know what I like about there? Steak and Shake? I live in... What? Is that one, Bobby? You know what I like about Steak and Shake? They are not afraid of butter and trans fat. <laughs> You've got to appreciate that. Yeah. But you're vegan. How could you eat there? 
I'm not vegan. I don't eat meat. He's just, just vegetarian. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I don't eat meat, but I'll eat the fuck out of their French fries and shakes. Their French fries, their onion rings, their grilled cheese. Man, their grilled cheese is so buttery. Oh, <laughs> butter. <laughs> yeah, Buffalo Wild like- Wings is open till 1. Oh, yeah, shit, the Applebee's down the street from me. They're open till 2. That's disgusting. What, Applebee's? I've yeah, I don't like Applebee's. I love Applebee's. Yeah, I'm not a big fan either. I'm not a fan of Applebee's. Applebee's. I haven't had Applebee's, Applebee's. since... I haven't had Applebee's since 2002. That's probably about how <laughs> yeah, long it's been for me. Yeah, it, was the day, it was the day I graduated uh, grammar school. My parent, my mom took me out to Applebee's to eat for a special occasion. My grandparents were there and... That was fun. So we all had a nice dinner or lunch, as it were. Jesus, I keep forgetting how you people are, man. I know. I thought you were older. Well, spoiler alert, I'm not. Or maybe I am. Maybe I'm <laughs> you guys, lying. You maybe guys I'm are some youngins. Full of shit. Maybe. Maybe not, though. Here's a Perhaps fun. I am, though. Here's something funny you guys are like, uh, this guy posted, he said, I grounded my kid and this was his response. He went up to all the canned food and tore off the label so you don't know which food is which. That's, oh, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I yeah. do that. My daughter, my daughter showed me a, a prank of some kids. She's in those pranks that the kids play on their parents and some girl did that to her mother. She was pissed. What if you did that with dog food and then replaced it? Oh. And- <laughs> You're making the kid eat it. Here's the trick. Anytime you open a can, the kid's got to eat it first. Yeah, but yeah. That's, that's, that's an example of rent backfiring on your dumb ass. Yeah. Last minute, guys. Hurry it up. But here's the funny thing I love in the comments. Um, this one girl commented and said his ass would be grounded for a month along with all his electronic tr- uh, lo- electronics taken away. Guy uh, actually c- uh, commented on her and said, "No, let him keep his electronics, but take the charges away. Watch him sweat as he goes yeah. uh, as he watches the charge go down and nothing." <laughs> oh, this is nice. A girl messaged uh, this guy and said, "We all masturbate in the same language." And he goes, "What language is this?" She goes, "Loneliness." He says, that was deep. And she goes, so were my fingers just a few minutes ago. Right. Very nice. I got to use that line sometime. Don't use this line. Don't say, uh, are you a blender? Because I want to put a child in you. Don't use that. (laughs) (laughs) You heard that line, huh? (laughs) Yes, I did, sir. (laughs) Heard them all. Uh Okay. <laughs> I did like one though. Before before we go, there was one that I don't like. Um, uh, some people call me Colgate because nine out of ten dentists recommend you put me in your mouth. I did <laughs> like that one. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, I just need one more from y'all. Let's go, let's go. Let's go, Bobby. Let's go. Okay, here we go. It's time for the matches. Uh, match one between Bam Bam Bigelow, One Man Gang, and Big Daddy Viscera. 
Bam Bam fights one man gang and <clears throat> Viscera uh, fights one man gang and Viscera in the ring. Bam Bam gets a table and puts uh, puts in the ring. Uh, Viscera bear hugs one man gang. Uh, headbutts during bear one uh, bear hug one man gang. And Bam Bam ran into Viscera and and through the table. And they hit the table and the ring broke too. Nice. The ref starts to count. One, two, three, four, five, six count. And Bam Bam starts getting out of the hole and out of the hole in the ring. Okay. And one man gang starts to move Bam Bam. Uh, sees it kicks one man gang in the face two times and gang goes back into the hole in the ring. Ref starts counting one, uh, all the way up to the 10 count. Your winner is Bam Bam Bigelow. <laughs> Second one. Which is Rikishi, Yokozuna, and King Kong Bundy. Rikishi and Yokozuna gang up on Bundy. Bundy gets some uh, um, offense, but on Rikishi, I mean on Rikishi, but he can't overcome both, and Yokozuna flattens him and takes him out of the match. Not eliminated, but he gets up and stays outside. We get a fat man brawl while Bundy is on. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even straight face it. Hold on, give me a second to appreciate that. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Okay, so we got this fat man brawl. See, um, we get a fat man brawl while Bundy is on the outside, stood up but not active. Um, as Yokozuna gets the edge over Rikishi, Bundy now uh, is still in the match, but as Bundy freight trains and takes Yokozuna out with a vicious strike, Yokozuna is out. Rikishi has been stood back this whole time and kicks Bundy into the corner for a stink phase before putting him away with a Rikishi driver. Bundy's down for the 10 count. Winner, Rikishi. <laughs> Judges, more importantly, Mike, are you alive? <laughs> I'm alive. Are you alive? Okay, good. So, Mike, we're finally there. Did you hear the matches? Yes. And who do you vote for? I'm still going with the Bam Bam match. Okay. Man, I love the attention to detail in the King Kong Bundy match, and like that won me over. I'm going with it. Okay then, and Bobby Anthem. <laughs> no, the, uh, the Fat Man Brawl did pop me. I like that, um, <laughs> and the match was laid out nicely. But I, I like the brutality. Of the Bam Bam match, uh, I also would have picked Bam Bam to win. Uh, I feel like with with all of that weight in the ring, it'll be, it would be a crime for the ring to for the ring not to break. I like that the ring didn't break completely. I like that uh, a hole was put in the ring, and then Bam Bam crawled out and won. I like that. That was that was laid out like I could I could see that I could envision that, and I, that's the one I have to go with. So the Bam Bam match. That match. Okay. Well, I love this. Ladies and gentlemen, the man who booked that match who got both points, Gareth Nelson. Oh, nice. <laughs> I break a time. Which means now we have a full total score of Luke Birch, five points. Gareth Nelson, five points. Which means <laughs> Sam Bob Oh, Johnny, that would have been not cool, dude. Yeah, not cool. my ears hurt. Uh, how many times have my exes said that? <laughs> uh, now, we're going to pick...
the sudden death. Here's the deal. Um, oh, by the way, Sky Genie, what an asshole. He's like, is this a wrestling match or a three-way butt sex promo? <laughs> Porno. Uh, we're now going to go to sudden death. And do I have a sudden death planned out in case this would have happened? No, I don't. You're okay. clever. Um, okay, sudden death. I'm going to have to think this one out. I want something very, very unique. Okay. Okay, I got it. And for the record, this is probably going to come out misogynistic with modern day. Here's the deal. You guys, this is for one point. You guys are going to have to, there's no storytelling. This is an on-paper only point. I'm going to set the match for you guys. And you guys are going to pick and is going to send, tell me, message me the competitors. The judges will vote. Whoever two out of three, or three out of three, whoever gets two out of three at least, wins the point, wins the round, and advances in the tournament. Are you guys ready? Oh, yeah. Gareth, you ready? Yes. Awesome. This is, has anybody ever heard of the, of an ugly sweater party? Not wrestling with yes. An ugly sweater party is usually around Christmas time. You put on an ugly ass sweater, usually Christmas themed, and everybody goes for the party. Okay, this is what you could call the. Um, this is going to be what I would call the ugly sweater uh, mud wrestling match. Here's what I mean. You guys are going to have to pick two women to fight. Remember when they did that during, like, in 2001, 2002? They had, like, the eggnog and stuff, the pool filled with the water, whatever. You guys are going to have to pick two women that are going to have to wrestle in that. And they have to be torn down to their bra and panties to lose the match. But they have to be the ugliest female wrestlers out there. <laughs> nice touch. So, so I don't want it to be a Tory Wilson and a Trish Stratus. No, I want the I want the rusty girl. I want the I, I want the one that you see with the hair going on their chin. Um, um, does time matter? Any time in history doesn't matter. Any era. See, I thought you were going to go the opposite. You were looking for an ugly match, like an ugly wrestling match party. No, no, no. This is an ugly sweaters because the idea they're going to be torn down to the broad. The, it's a it's a mud wrestling match, basically, or the eggnog match, or however you want to talk about it. You know, like that. So it's just, it's the liquid in the pool. They lose by there being stripped down to their to their bra and panties, and they have to be the ugliest women out there. Now. Okay, um, both of you guys, the the second name you wrote, ironically, it's the second name. They're the same. I need a replacement. Yeah, that's hurtful. <laughs> so bad for her. Who she is. <laughs> I could probably guess. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, both of you guys, I need the both of you guys. The first name you wrote is fine. It's the second name you got to replace. And, and and I have a weird feeling that. This is going to have to be another replacement, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Choice number one. I like one. that reaction. Yeah. Um, Luke, can you turn the camera away from your face? 
Because I, I, I got a feeling the way this is going to go, we don't want the live reaction, for, d- depending on if it's you or not. Okay, choice one. In this ugly sweater eggnog match. I'm using the eggnog because it's a lot. It's not as thick as the mud, everybody. That's what I was trying to get at. You know what I mean. Awesome Khan versus Fabulous Moolah. <laughs> I'm going to vomit. The second one. <laughs> Vicky Guerrero oh. versus Sunny 2020. <laughs> and I just threw up in my mouth. Let's go with the second first, one. First, I would like to say Tia Stevens is a wonderful, wonderful human being. Wonderful human being. And Vicky Guerrero, come on, man! I, I I have a warm place in my heart for Vicky. He's already said, "You know what?" Uh, the, the... Go ahead. But fuck Sonny, not but fuck Sonny, but fuck Sonny, fuck Sonny. So I'm going with that because I don't, I can't fucking stand her. So she's ugly inside and out. So let's deal with that one. I'll go with the Sonny match. Blades. Um, yeah, I'm going with Sonny. <laughs> I'm equally grossed out, so I, I really can't. It's hard to choose. She's and, just a disgusting human being. <laughs> and with that, everybody, the sudden death point. Advancing to the next round in the tournament. Congratulations, Gareth Nelson. Oh, 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 oh. Holy Congrats. shit. Oh. Good job. Champ is no longer here. Wow. Luke, wow. tonight was a fun time. You did you did amazing. That match was uh you you definitely pulled some great stuff off. Great storytelling. You did, man. You kicked ass, Luke. You really, really <laughs> did, man. Good job, wow. guys. But um, you, yeah, you did a lot of good stuff tonight. I mean, I'm looking at some of these matches. You smart with like the, you know, the crossfed match. You picked Okada and Lesnar. That was a great one. You know, you, oh, yeah. you, you picked uh, Liger and El Santo. So you had a Japanese and a Mexican match going on. That was great. You know, Dream, when it came to like uh, for the the blindfold death match, you went classic. You went for Nick Gage, which is a safe bet at any time. You know, yeah. I mean, I love hearing the idea of Rikishi in any kind of match. So. Uh, you did, yeah. You did an amazing job tonight. Uh, but I gotta say, we ha- now have a guarantee that we will now have a new champion the, uh, when we finally culminate this tournament. So, uh, yeah, that's true. But Luke, don't forget, you will always be the 2018 world champion. Mm-hmm. Right on. So that belt is yours forever, man. Exactly, Gareth. Congratulations, you are advancing in this tournament. And you you are representing, and I love that the very first match is international. We have one guy representing the United Kingdom. We have one guy representing a former British colony, I might add, the Cooperative Republic of Guyana. So once again, much like what happened to us in 1776 to 1783, once again, the Colonials beat the Imperials' ass. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see when we get somebody from fucking Kenya, you know? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, oh no! <laughs> I'm not even commenting on that one. 
I'm, I'm running a fucking million miles away from that one. <laughs> hey, 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 at least I mentioned Kenya. I didn't go fucking apartheid from fucking South Africa and shit. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't touch that one with Bobby Anthem's penis. <laughs> Either would I. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Hey, where are we? This is not the corner. <laughs> Uh, this was a great night. It dragged on a little bit, but hey, we worked out some kicks, and this was a great thing. It was fun, man. You, you, you both, you both kicked ass, man. Garrett came from behind, uh, the underdog in them. Um, you both made some really good picks, man. This was, this was a hell of a lot of fun. I'm glad I was a part of this. You, you, you know it has to be a good one when it goes to a fucking tiebreaker. Absolutely. Yeah. Shout out, CJ. Another bad <laughs> <laughs> And can, and can I just tell everyone on the Mixler? Holy fucking shit! At that picture, very quickly. But <laughs> can, I, can, can I just remind everyone on the Mixler to be back here Tuesday night at nine fifteen Central Standard Time. Perfect. Everybody tune in yeah. for TCP all day, all day, any day, whenever they're on. Hell yeah, do that. Uh, well, I can only imagine Mike's finally passed out now that he knows he doesn't have to hang on anymore. <laughs> <laughs> More than likely. I'm here. Oh, hello, here. Mike. I'm fine. Okay. I'm a... Who just posted that picture of Krang inside the guy's belly? Yeah. <laughs> uh this is fun. Mm-hmm. And yet a quote style in the chat, which is, mm-hmm. which is funny because I'm usually not going to quote Stalin, but he says, Guyana, vacation paradise. And certainly I plan on going to Guyana one day. Uh, but this is awesome. So we now have a guarantee of seeing the <coughs> champion. And now we just got to get ready to what, book the next match. What, would Mad Max count as a new one, considering he's already held it? Uh, well, seeing as, yeah, you dethroned him, and if he would if he would have compete and win, he would be the new champion again, yeah. I mean, Ric Flair Fair was enough. a new, remember, new, Ric Flair was a new champion 16 times. Fair enough. Yeah. Sky Genie, what the fuck is that snake picture you sent? Oh, he sent that to you too? Yeah, I know. Is that a snake or what is it? It looks like shit. I, I was thinking it was shit, but it's too... This is gonna sound weird. Clean cut like a snake. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think he said that to all of us. Maybe it's a poop knife. Somebody <laughs> used a poop knife. Yeah, it, 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 it does look like a snake to me. Uh, it's a penis snake, is what he says. Uh, what the fuck is it a penis? The fu- unless it was chopped off, somebody. <laughs> okay. Uh, he said it's from uh, from Brazil. Maybe that, is that what it's called? A penis snake? Doubt it. I feel like I'm being punked. Okay. <laughs> what do you know, Bobby? Bobby. <laughs> you tried to sneak that one in there, didn't you, Bobby? I don't sneak, man. <laughs> Okay, look at this. In 2012, a snake was found in Brazil resembling that of a penis. 
the official title of it is the Atreto Charana. It's, uh, apparently, it's not a snake, but because it resembles so much like a snake, people call it the penis snake. Maybe it's some kind of like giant tapeworm or some shit. Oh, here you go. Although it's not a snake, it's been called various common names such as the penis snake, snake, and the conda. The manaconda. <laughs> Alright, that's not bad. That's not bad. That, that would be my poor nickname. Hey, baby. Have a taste of my manaconda. <laughs> the more I hear it, the less I need to hear it. Yeah. So, well, as far as our concerned, we're going to be finishing up on this portion at just over three hours, so. Uh, Holy crap. Yep. Uh, Legendary. I'm, I'm glad you guys were able to stick it stick it out for all this. So, and, yeah, that and, was, I'm glad my and, battery held out. And and thank you everyone who crossed over when the WNC's Mickler ran out. Yes, sir. Thanks to everybody for 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 taking a part in this with us, man. This is a hell of a lot of fun. Yep. Hell yeah, and thanks for uh, bringing me in on this, man. Yeah, no problem. Oh, by the way, before I forget, Blades, were you, were you ever able to come up with uh, your candidates for the Hall of Fame and Hall of Shame? Oh, yeah. Uh, I talked with Bobby about that uh, the other day, and uh, Hall of Shame, definitely Teddy Hart. Well, and... as of late, I mean, yeah, especially. <laughs> yeah, and uh, my Hall of Fame pick would be Balls Mahoney. Wow. Good picks, right? <laughs> Okay, that's awesome. Well, I'll definitely. I'm going to write those names down in the pictures that I'm making, and um, then I'm going to add their fucking pictures to it. Um, cool, cool. And have that covered. So, here's what we currently up for the layout, everybody, for the hall of sh- for the hall of fame. We have my nominee <coughs> of, of uh, Nikita Koloff, Papa Day's nominee of Mil Mascaris. Balls Mahoney, courtesy of Bobby Blades. We're still waiting on Old Man Jenkins. And keep in mind, Fade's listening. Email us at wncshow at yahoo.com and let us and type in the subject line Hall of Fame, Hall of Shame, and put in your nominees for the Hall of Fame and Hall of Shame. Separate them. Keep in mind, here's the, cri- here's the criteria. Hall of Fame, they cannot have been in the WWE Hall of Fame but are worthy of it. And the Hall of Shame is people that think they're Hall of Fame worthy, but they're just absolute shit. <laughs> and, and, uh, and to everyone don't bother trying to cook the gmail account one two three kitty 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 lick lick yeah. I already created that yeah um, the WNC hall of shame um, we've got let's see where uh, hall of shame oh yeah Teddy Hart um, no I just wrote Teddy Hart yeah, clearly he's in jail, so he's hard right now. Um, we have got... Nah, he, he, he's not hard, he's taking it hard. Hey. <laughs> Let's see, where is it at? What the fuck happened? Um, so here's what we've got now. For the WNC Hall of Shame, we've got Teddy Hart, courtesy of, uh, courtesy of Bobby Blades. We have got... Michael Corbin's nominee of Brian Alvarez. We've got Old Man Jenkins nominee of Vince McMahon. Side note, Jenkins hasn't given me a nominee yet for the Hall of Fame. 
We're waiting up on him for that. Uh, oh, by the way, Corvin picked for the Hall of Fame. He picked Eric Bischoff. Why? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but he picked Brian Alvarez for the Hall of Shame. Um, Jenkins picked Vince McMahon. Teddy Hart by Bobby Blades. Papa Dave's literally nominating Michael Corvin. Um, that's not even a joke. He's like, that's that's a shoot. Uh, and finally, my nominee. Dave's an asshole. Yeah, and my my nominee is none other than Carmella. So, and if you guys are wondering, if you guys got some ideas, little, little bit of stuff going on in your head, um, go to our WNC.world, our website, and you'll see all the stuff there. We'll be updating the stuff. You know, I can start adding some stuff for the Inhuman Experience on there now as well. Um, but you can go to the show topics and go to wrestling and scroll on down and you will see a number of our items, including... Um, the Hall of Fame and Hall of Shame. And the Hall of Shame, we've been doing this for three years so far, since 2007. Th- this predates the WNC Fantasy Booking Tournament. And the very first ever Hall of Shamer was none other than uh, the former AWA International Champion, former AWA Southern Tag Team Champion, and former WWF Million Dollar Champion. That's right, I'm talking about the man of his and his traveling table, Virgil. And 2018 was none other than Vince Russo. And 2019 was none other than the wonderful and so much deserving, and especially in the last couple of days, even more so deserving to be in the Hall of Shame, Nikki Bella. Fucking bitch. And then for the WNC Hall of Fame, we've been doing this for two years so far. This is our third year we're doing this. Um, last year's nominee was China. And before anybody says, wait a minute, she's in the Hall of Fame, she was nominated and voted in before the Hall of Fame happened. Guess what? I win. What? You got a minute? Oh, Gareth, hey, you. Is that you, Gareth? Gareth. Yeah, we hear you, dude. We hear you. I ran before. So I'm asking him. I'm just done. I went to join last person journey. Okay, I know what he's doing. Gareth, we hear you, dude. Okay, I just got to mute it up just in case. Uh, but um, we got China. She was nominated and voted in by a wide margin. And then the 2018 nominee that got voted in, and it was by a clear margin. And I put an asterisk in there to point out the fact that by a clear margin, the 2018 uh, Hall of Famer, as much as Michael Corvin does not like it. Censored, was, censored. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's just say he's a man... Uh, formerly from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, who then resided in Georgia, where he then passed away due to um, not so good reasons, along with his family. He's a former world heavyweight yeah, champion. Pastor, Chris Benoit. What? Passed away is putting it too lightly. Yeah, I know. So, why won't you just say his name? Uh, because I don't know. I guess it's like so one of the things we try to avoid the name for a little bit of fun, like you know, Mister Vacant. So, but ah, uh, okay, yeah, okay. but um, no. But seriously though, uh, the, Chris Benoit got it. And I remember. The, remember, we do six nominees every time, everybody. And um, what do you call it? Um, Chris Benoit got like seventy percent of the vote. I'm serious. Um, yeah, it's sickening, yeah. but the people, the people. Oh, and that's, that's the asterisk. 
exactly. And that's the asterisk I put underneath. I wrote down, while many fans do not support this vote, it's important to remember the fans voted, and by a wide margin, the fans voted. This is some stupid ass shit. Why? Even nominated for this thing. Why? What's the point of it? He got nominated two years ago. You you nominated him for, for the Hall of Shame. Who, who who nominated him for the Hall of Fame? Angelo. Of course he did, because yeah. you know. And then Ma- and then Mike nominated him for the Hall of Shame, uh, which was a chance of having him in both of them at the same time. Um, but instead, uh, Vince Russo got the vote for a Hall of Shame. Uh, by a, not as much of a margin, but he did pretty well. But Benoit, and that's why I wrote down, you know, the fans voted in a landslide to Benoit. WNC does not endorse the actions he's alleged to have committed, but honor the fans' vote for him and will respect their voice. So, that's the case. <laughs> so, yeah. But if you notice, there's also a trend I'm doing with, if you look on the pages, there's a, the funny thing I have with the photos. For the Hall of Fame is, I make sure they're good looking pictures. So there's a picture of Benoit with the World Heavyweight title. The one with China is when she's holding the Intercontinental title. And then for the, uh, so they look champion. They look good. You know, they look proper as a Hall of Famer. The Hall of Shame, on the other hand, uh, I have a little bit of fun. I picked a picture of Virgil where he's just standing lonely in front of a, a wall that's got a bunch of pictures on the wall taped up and he just looks like nobody's probably waiting to see him. Vince Russo, he looks drugged out of his mind. And Nikki Bella has the same look on her face when she couldn't convince John Cena to knock her up so she could be able to keep him for the money. <laughs> so when Sonny goes in, are you going to use a clip from her movie? <laughs> she's going in. She's yeah. going in. Yeah. Well, I don't know if she's – I can't remember if she's been – and Stalin alleged the – the thing. here's the deal. To prevent any chance from slander – as long as we put down a legend, nobody can ever attack us for slander. That's the legal case in this country. Do I think anybody's going to try to go after us for anything like that? Doubtful, but I'm taking the extra safety. That's all. Sky Genie, I can imagine if Johnny got nominated for Hall of Shame, it would be 100% for Johnny. Probably. No. I was no, never, you're going in never, this year. Never. So. Fuck that. No. That yeah. was my fourth F-bomb of the night. It was number four. And so. it was for you, Johnny. <laughs> Oh, thank you. So, again, everybody go to WNCshow at yahoo.com. Email us there, WNCshow at yahoo.com. And uh, email us and give us your nominee. If we see the the rule is, and the whole point of that crazy email I mentioned before, is because if I we get multiple emails, whoever gets most emails of a single candidate for a nomination for Hall of Fame or Hall of Shame, that's who we're going to put the nominee. If we come to a tie... Here's a key thing. Also add in there why you want these people to be the famous Hall of Shamer. Because if you can add, it's kind of like the second point we have for the booking tournament. Sell it to us. And if you could do that, then uh, that person may edge out. Um, but remember, it's we, we need to have multiple emails, what we're saying, from multiple different emails. So if we can't – if you if we get five emails saying fabulous moolah from 123kittykittylicklick at gmail.com, then it's not going to work, especially because of the fact that I now know that Luke has that email. And, and, <laughs> and given the fact that I already emailed and Moolah is neither of them. Right. So. All right. So what he's saying is I want everybody to uh, send an email to them um, voting for Balls Mahoney and Teddy Hart. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> well, no, so what this is actually, Bobby, is um, what this – the difference with this is actually um, – this is picking the last of the six candidates. We do six candidates every 
one of, every time. And so there's the four of us plus two, so that's five. And now what it is is then we're going to take all six of them and we're going to put them on the polls on Facebook and Twitter, and the people are going to vote like that. And Oh, uh, okay, I got you. And then whoever gets the clear votes like that at the end of the polling, that's who's, who's going to be the official Hall of Famer and Hall of Shamer. Okay, I get it now. It's late. I'm slow. You know how it works. <laughs> you, you didn't have to add in the it's late part. <laughs> so. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. They go play with that. I'm trying to be a good boy, but I couldn't help myself there. Not but, um,. <laughs> But yeah, so we've already gotten some emails, some interesting candidates. So, uh, but just keep sending us the emails, guys, because uh, we want to hear as many opinions. And again, if somebody edges out, even if you nominate somebody and somebody else has already nominated them, one more email could be the difference of edging somebody over just by not the numbers. So, that's a deal. But I'm going to shut down the recording now because we're actually at three hours and fourteen minutes. So. Dave's going to have and, a lot of fucking fun trying to put this thing together. <laughs> and, and I'm also going to turn the TCP mixer off. Thank you, everyone who came over. Yeah, happy birthday, Sammy. Yeah, yeah happy, happy birthday, birthday Sammy. Sam. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Sammy. Or, or should I say, Feliz cumpleaños, mejor amiga. There you go. Somebody yeah, that's yes, let's, Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. I'll send the cocaine and the strippers over momentarily. <laughs> Well, that's how I'm ending the show then, Mike. Good job. Right. Good night, Peace. everyone.